now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast, 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for December the 6th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk villains. We want to hear about the villains in your life and what do they have in common. For instance, everyone with a goatee in Mars's life has wronged her. So, she no longer trusts anyone with a goatee. So, we want to know who's doing you wrong. Is it people whose names start with the letter L? Is it baristas? Is it people wearing an eye patch? We want you to group them together and then make broad generalizations about them. Also, we want to know the silliest reason someone's ever been mad at you. Usually, this is a spouse thing, and usually, it's a female thing. Um, also, <laughs> shoplifting. We want to know if you've ever seen anyone shoplift, like, right in front of you. That'd be so thrilling. Would you do anything? Did you do anything? I wouldn't say a word. I wouldn't like help, but I wouldn't, you know, hinder either. What I'm saying is I got your back. All right, here we go. This is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, well, this story here is actually kind of sweet. Uh, Apparently, any meal or food that is, quote, made with love is actually really more delicious i don't know about that even if the ingredients are the same as long as you know that it was made made with with love love. a new study is out that shows that we perceive food that has been quote made with love as tasting better now they did do a study on this uh what what did they do Mm. well they were served people three of the same meals but you were able to meet the person who was cooking it before. Mm. The first one was like a friendly grandma. Mom, oh, yeah. You know that's going to be good. Where she, you know, was jovial and yeah. talked to everybody. Where we kissed your forehead. Kissed your forehead, yeah. The second was an aloof guy, kind <laughs> of like a hipster. And the third was, you know, basically like a young girl with an attitude problem. Yeah. Who just kind of threw it down. She's like, eat. Yeah, who you met before. And then they went away to cook the meal. Yeah. The meal was all prepared by one chef in the back that the people didn't see. Mm-hmm. But when it was served, they were told who prepared it. Yeah. Every single person who ate the meal that they were told was made by the jovial grandma mom-like character yeah. said it tasted way better than the other two <laughs> meals. They're like, no, it just tastes like home. Even though it was all made by the same chef. Damn. I bet you the girl, she got the worst, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, she did. She got the worst. Mm-hmm. Even though the three people who met the like contender, like the people who were doing the study, yeah, they didn't even touch food. <laughs> they didn't touch the food. They just delivered it. No, they, oh, didn't, they didn't even, even deliver it. Oh, they just said, "Well, that person made that they, food." Yeah. They walked into the room of people and said, "Hello, my name is Sharon. I'm going to be cooking meals for you today." Oh. And then, like, the bitch rolled in. She's like, whatever, I'm cooking meals. <laughs> and then the dude rolled in. He was like, yeah, I'm Craig. What's up? Yeah. I like my tattoos. I'm cooking meals. Mm-hmm. And then they went away. Yeah. When they were served meal, they were said, oh, this was made by Sharon, the grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People thought it was delicious. I've, you know what? I probably would fall for that, too. I'd be like, oh, she really cares. I'd be like, I can taste extra spices and stuff in here. Yeah, that's, She's so nice. That's what people, <laughs> even though it was the exact yeah, same ingredients. I, that's weird how that works like that. Yeah, people felt that uh, if they thought that their food was made by love, yeah. they, just like Crash said, 
felt that it was spiced or flavored more perfect than mm-hmm. the other dishes. So any restaurant with like an open kitchen concept should have like a grandma. A grandma or a, a nice mom in there. A friendly grandma or a mom in there yep, just cooking. Waving at people. Waving, yeah. Cooking away, cutting. That's right. Just wave. She's got a poof of flour on her oh, face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can serve crap. Yeah. But everybody will say that they love it because oh, they, wow. they think the, the food was made with love. Mm-hmm. So you don't actually say made with love. No, you just yeah, perceive it. You just it. perceive it, yeah. Because, you know, some young girl with attitude isn't going to make food with love. No. Obviously, some aloof hipster guy. No, he's not making food with love. But grandma. Yeah, old Graham's. Grandma, mom-looking character, she yeah. is going to make the best food. You know, everyone talks about how grandma's cooking is the best. I never experienced good grandma cooking. No? Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. No, my grandma in Calgary, she, anytime we stayed there for breakfast, it was terrible. She would have, like, the most plain, no-name yogurt, and it was, like, kind of hard. It was dense. And That was because it was old. She would scoop it in the bowl, and for flavoring, we would have to scoop out jam and put it in there and oh, mix it up. crying out loud. And then we'd eat it, we're like... Your grandparents are the worst. <laughs> My other grandparents, I don't recall them ever cooking food at all for us. Now, was that the ones that slept in the cans of Wildcat, or...? N- no, Wildcat is yogurt. Wildcat was yogurt, and okay. Black Panther Ashtray yeah. is just They booze. didn't feed There's any. no food. No, they just sat around Maybe and smoked cigarettes. I found crackers. Yeah, if you were lucky if you yeah. found crackers. Some wrist crackers. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, brand name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know from you guys, does your mom or does your grandma have a signature dish? Mm. Uh, in Crash's case... Yogurt. That's all I remember. The bad, bad yogurt. I guess it would yogurt. be bad yogurt. That's yeah. disgusting. It was terrible. With jam? Yeah, well, otherwise you're just eating boring, like, plain... It wasn't even, like, a vanilla. I don't yeah. even know what it was. It was just plain yogurt that you had to mix stuff into it. This is going to sound really gross, but when growing up, this was, like, the staple dish that my, my mom would make. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, it's it's kids. We were kids, and kids aren't going to be eating, like, a filet mignon. Uh, so what my mom would cook is she would make her own pizza crust. Yeah. And she would make it on one of those giant pizza pans. Yeah. Not a circle, but like a square one. Yeah, a big one. square, yeah. And then on that pizza, she would put like a can of like pork and beans. Mm. Yeah. And then she would slice up sausage or hot dogs into pennies. Oh, yes. And then she would put that on. And then cover it in a cheese and bake it. So you would get like a... a fantastic idea. Yeah, you get like a pork and beans and a hot dog... Pizza. Pizza. Oh, yes. My mouth just watered. (laughs) It probably wouldn't be so good. I'm going to try it. I I like the sound of that. To an adult taste bud, it probably wouldn't be the best. Yeah. But as kids, that was like our... That was the go-to? That was... Oh, man. When mom made that, it was like the day. Like, the day was on. It was awesome. Ju- I guarantee everyone else had glorious meals. Here, I got someone hanging on. All right. Good morning, now, radio. Hey, you're talking about making things with love? Yeah. yeah. And, like, signature dishes? Sure. Yeah. So, growing up, we had pierogies. My mom made cottage cheese pierogies. Mm, yes. So, so, I took her recipe when I first got married. Yeah. And I'm, I'm making it. My wife and I are fighting, though. Oh, oh. God. So, so, we're fighting, fighting. And I'm, I'm kneading the dough for the, for the pasta. Yeah. And as we're fighting, I, I went through three batches of dough, and it would not work. Oh, no. Because it was too hard. <laughs> and I'm trying to make her signature dish you know, for my new wife and stuff, but we just were fighting. We're fighting. <laughs> yeah. So finally, it was over. We made up. 
made it made it again with love this time and it worked out. So no, no never make it. And we're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> that's that how is, you that's how you deal with the fight. That's literal. Like that's literally yeah. making it with love. Absolutely. With love, yeah. Yeah. That's great, kid. Thanks for that, man. No worries, have a good day. Yeah, you bet. Bye bye. I wonder if there's something to that though. Like they were fighting so they couldn't figure it out. Mm. Then once they made out, then that pierogi dough just maybe came out perfect. I forgot to ask: Did they make out on the dough? No, I'm gonna say no. You might in, you might be into some dough play. They went away. They made some sweet love and came back and made pierogies. <laughs> it was a ball of dough to start with and then flattened <laughs> out when they were done. <laughs> Who needs a rolling pin, guys? <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. Alrighty, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, uh, some people had a cold night on the southeast side of the city. Uh, Epcor was working through the night to restore a power outage. Jeez. Now, power was out between 50 and 73rd Street to 10th to 28th Avenue, and then 34 to 50th Street and 10 to 18th Avenue. How long were they out for? Uh, a couple of hours. Aye. Yeah, you can feel the cold starting to run. Oh, yeah. I was watching Twitter last night, and people were saying, oh, yeah, no power. Uh, yeah. No power, no fireplace, no heater. If you have a gas so, fireplace, though, you can run that. Uh, don't you need the electricity? It has market? a little battery pack in there. Oh, does it? Yeah. There you go. Uh, they were saying that last night it was minus 27 degrees with the wind chill mm-hmm. when the power went out for anybody over on Ugh, the southeast side drag. of the city. Uh, they did say that uh, the estimation for to restore power to that area was around 9 p.m. Whether or not that actually happened, I don't know. If you live in that area and if power was out, what time did it go up for you? Mm-hmm. Because I'm just trying to think, like, if our power went out, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're fine. You'd be fine for a while. Until, fine for a little bit, yeah. Until you Ultimately, feel Ultimately, you want power. Oh, of course. <laughs> you can only put on so many sweaters right? and blankets yeah. before you're like, alrighty, I need. Yeah, the novelty wears off pretty quick. You're just taking everything out of your freezer and throwing uh, it in the backyard. This says my in-laws' power was out for about three and a half hours. Oh, what a drag. Oh, yeah, you'd be feeling the cold. Three and a half. Yeah. That sucks. You just kind of hunker down with the blankets. I was looking for a reason for the power to be out, and they haven't reported on it yet. Uh, so I don't know. No one's really written anything about it. More people cranking up the heat? No, I don't, I don't think so. One, yeah. Wind, maybe? Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe not the wind some took something down? Power, towers down or something? Yeah, they're not saying why. Uh, and Bill Woods came back at 8.30. Okay, yeah. Uh, this one says it was out 5.30 to 9. Ooh! Oh, drag. Ooh, that's a night for you. Yeah. That sucks. That's a chilly one. That is a chilly one. Huh. All right. Well, if anyone knows, if you hear as to why the power went out, pass that along as well. Mm. All right. This next story here is just gross. Uh, Two Edmonton dog breeders have been charged after several dogs were found living in what animal protection officers call, quote, some of the worst conditions ever seen at a breeding operation. Mm. Animal protection officers were called in uh, after they got a report of a dire uh, situation. They're saying right now that uh, basically in their six years... As an animal protection officer with the Edmonton Humane Society, they've never seen anything this bad. That bad, eh? Yeah, that bad. They don't give the location. Well, it's funny. The shots of it that you see on the news, uh, the house doesn't look like you're picturing like squalor, right? Yeah, they don't but show the address. I would have liked to. The, it you. just looks like a regular home. Yeah, apparently they had puppies and dogs that were living in their own urine and feces. Ugh. Uh, you could see urine burning and scalding on the feet. The urine was eating away at the dog's skin. Jeez. And that was a breeder? It was a breeder, yeah. Two stories like this that are going wrong as of late. Because remember, what was a couple weeks ago, we had the uh, shaved kitten? Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah. To sell them as hairless cats. Yeah. Uh, the dogs were seized and now being kept in protective custody at the Edmonton Humane Society. A few of the dogs have also been surrendered by their owners. Justin Iverson and Christine Archambault have been charged with eight counts each of animal cruelty under the Animal Protection Act. Uh, the maximum penalty a person can face for charges like this is fines up to $20,000 and a lifetime ban on owning an animal. Mm-hmm. People are saying it was Castle Downs. Oh, was that yeah. the area? Castle yeah, Downs they didn't area, put it in yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's just gross. Terrible story. People do that are gross. All right, this is kind of cool, and I'm sure you probably had no idea, but you know that we do have a government agency known as Environment Canada, right? Mm-hmm. I know Environment Canada is the website I go to to check the weather for you guys every morning, and it's usually... A nice trusted weather service. It is, and yeah. usually they're fairly right, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Environment Canada has announced that their meteorolo- meteorological service... Oh, no has a powerful new supercomputer that they're going to start using to forecast weather in 2017. Uh, Here's the thing, though, is that they've been keeping this under the hush-hush because the government didn't want you to know about it. Oh, now it's rolled out and Josh Clausen's like, no! (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Uh, they've already started to test the supercomputer, and they're going to start using it in order to forecast. Uh, now, will it make the forecast a little more accurate? I mm. guess so. It's a uh, it's a four hundred and thirty thousand dollar. It's funny with weather. I don't know if it's so much nowadays, but I remember back in the day, weather was. Uh, everyone had their one thing to get the weather, like their yeah. trusted source. Right. Whether it was the internet or pre-internet, was their weather. Uh, person on TV. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, That's like what in, you would go by, sure. In Winnipeg, we had Sylvia Cusick. And I remember everyone talking about the weather. They're like, oh, what did Sylvia say? Really? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, Like, here it would have been like, well, what did Mike Sobel say? Yeah, of course. What's Mike saying the weather is going to be? Yeah. What's Josh Clausen saying? Isn't that right? funny yeah. how you kind of like, rely? You trusted source. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I said 430000 It's $430 million. Oh, damn. Is that why the government wanted to stay hush-hush about I it? I would say so. IBM Canada won the 400 $430,420,404 contract, mm-hmm. which has not yet been announced to the public. It was awarded back on May 27th of this year, and I guess it's a supercomputer that was $430 million. I don't know. Is that the computer plus, like, new weather stations across Canada? I kind of don't care. That's way too much for a weather. <laughs> it's called the internet. We, yeah, it's, it's called Go Outside. You can figure it it's out. It's called Josh Clausen and Mike Sobel. If I get the ballpark of what's going on this afternoon, yeah. great. I thought I, I thought I read that number wrong. I thought it was way too early in the morning. <laughs> this one? <laughs> oh, Sylvia, she was a beauty. Oh, was she? <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. I remember running into her at a Salisbury house in Winnipeg. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I'm like, <gasps> Sylvia Cusick's here. Yeah. Well, I grew up here, right? So it was, in fact, uh, Mike Sobel. Oh, yeah. I don't remember who it was before Josh. I remember it was also Nicola. Nicola Crosby. Nicola yeah. Crosby was a really big one uh, yeah. as well. But I think because Josh... Well, he's uh, the young pup, the new, yeah, newer to the I'm game, gonna say, right? I, like, even I, though he's been for quite some time. I think Josh and I might even be like around the same age. So he wouldn't have been on the show when I was a kid. Oh, that's true, yeah. Actually, well, no, Josh is not that old. Well, I'm not well, that no, old. No, 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 I mean, like he he's not like the seasoned vet. No, he's not. The, oh, everyone's saying it was Bill Matheson before Clausen. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, people love him. Claire Martin. Yeah, she's another one. Mm -hmm. That was a really big one. Now, Ginger, you grew up in Crossfields. Did you have to watch Stupid Calgary? You had to watch Stupid Calgary. Yeah, that's dumb. Bunch of idiots. Did you have your trusted weather guy or Cal? Didn't trust a one of them. Not from Calgary, no. No, of course you couldn't. Don't trust the big city. No. Yeah, what did they know anyway? Stick my finger in the air. You trust your extended forecast in the local paper. That's right. I think we can do like 15 day forecast now with this. Well, big boy? I think that's what they're thinking. Is One that. extra day for 430 yeah. million. <laughs> Worth it. I'm looking for details on what exactly the computer is going to do, mm-hmm. and there isn't very much. Like, they're really not. They're staying mum on it. Yeah, they didn't want it out. But there is a supercomputer, uh, IBM Canada, winning a $430 million contract in order to get you weather mm-hmm. and get it to you fast. Yeah. People are saying they'd be starstruck if they met Josh Claus. Would you guys really? <laughs> you know, a funny story about Josh is I was uh, in my Kia Soul. Yeah. And he drives a pretty nice car, Mr. Clausen. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting beside him at a red light. And I looked over and I'm like, hey, it's Josh. So I'm like, so I waved. <laughs> nothing. Uh, I waved again. Nothing. I waved again. And he actually physically turned. <laughs> like so that I could just see his shoulder. <laughs> or turn the other way. Yeah, yes. Way. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't look at me. <laughs> I oh, laughed and laughed and laughed. And that, friends, is the difference between TV and radio. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I laughed. Oh, and I laughed. Like, I've met him. Like, he's been in my yeah, house. <laughs> I just don't think, I don't think he computed that it was who I was. And I, I don't know, maybe he thought I was just being a weirdo. But yeah. uh, people oh, I thought that was pretty funny. Bill Matheson was on Global. So nobody knows who was pre-Josh Clausen on CTV. Oh, are you, oh, I'm sorry. He was on Global. All right. So pre-Josh who was the weather guy on CT or gal on CTV? Yeah, yeah who was, was it that? Claire? Was it Claire Martin? No, she did CBC. Mm. Oh, yeah, I, even, I totally forgot CBC even exists. <laughs> Sorry, was CBC. She CBC. Yeah, because I remember okay. her. She would come on uh, during the weather's broadcast in that playoff run mm. six. Give you a little weather update. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, thanks, Claire. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Well, I no one seems to know. No, nobody knows. No. <laughs> Pre-Josh Clausen CTV didn't exist. Maybe they just didn't have weather. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just one of those things. Alrighty, uh, this is an interesting story. And for those of you who uh, like to smoke cigarettes, but you don't do it on a regular basis, like you just like to go through a cigarette or so yeah. when you're out partying with your guys, uh, well, there's a new research that is out that says that there is no safe level of smoking when it comes to your house health. They say if you light up only once a day or if you go through an entire pack of cigarettes, it's doing the exact same thing to your body. You're still putting something in your body. You're still putting something in it. Uh, Scientists out of the U.S. say that people who smoke, on average, less than one cigarette a day over their lifetime, Mm -hmm. have a 64% higher risk of dying than non-smokers. What? Yeah. Just one? Just Yeah. So over your lifetime, yeah. if you smoke one cigarette a day. Yeah. Oh, one a day. Okay. One a day. Yeah. That is that you have a 64% higher risk of dying from some sort of a respiratory, respiratory disease than non-smokers. Hmm. People who smoke between one and 10 cigarettes per day increase their risk of dying by 87% compared to people who have never smoked. Die. That's a big jump. That is a huge jump. Yeah. So what do they say? Well, they say that even though it might be fun to uh, go out for a night of drinking and have a cigar or a cigarette on the golf course, they're saying just don't do it. Yeah. I know for people that have been doing it years, they're like, screw you, Mars. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's true. Well, you should have seen this crew in Vegas, bunch of pushers. Oh. 
I think that's why I dreamt about the boss the other day pushing cigarettes on me. Because he was pushing cigarettes well, yeah, on there's you. There's a lot of pushing. And I'm like, <laughs> I, my lungs have been clear of uh, everything for one year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the temptation, I still want to pull on I, know, right I, I, I come running around the corner. I'm like, don't you dare. <laughs> no, don't you dare, you Satan. <laughs> but yeah, in my dream, it felt like it was like a full, like, a full night dream of just me walking with the boss and him just lighting up. And just handing me one. And I'm like, no, no, I shouldn't. You and didn't even smoke in your dream? I didn't smoke in my dream. Good I, for you. I yelled at myself in my dream. Good no, good for you, Crash. <laughs> You're doing so good. Don't, I know. Don't do it. I will say the vape definitely helped. Because we were just figuring out this out the other day. How yeah. long have you... Two years, uh, cigarette-free, one year, vape-free. There you go. See? So don't... Not even in your dreams. You know why? It's because I bug him so much that when he's dreaming, like, I pop in. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Put that down. <laughs> it's like your head comes out of a cloud in the sky. I'm like, what? Wouldn't that dream smoking scratch that itch, though? You think it would, but there's something that is making me not even smoke in my dream. Right? You think that would fulfill what yeah, I need. Yeah, I think you should smoke in your dream. Mm. Get it out of your system. No, I feel like you would be more inclined to... I wake up with an actual cigarette. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How deep was I sleeping? <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Uh, now, they do say that if you are having difficult difficulty quitting, mm. uh, you are not alone. Quitting smoking is one of the most difficult things people will do, but it is worth the effort. Uh, Canadian studies suggested that smokers who quit before they're 40 can live almost as long as people who have never smoked. Mm. Now, that, of course, is if you've never you never pick up a cigarette again. Yeah. So. Hmm. So what you're saying is, if you're smoking now, you can do it for a couple more years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah as long as quit. you quit by 40. Quit yeah. by 40. Then you... you, you you can increase your chances of survival. Yeah. Just by a bit. <laughs> if you quit smoking by the age of 30, you'll get 10 years back on your life. And now this is um, just with this study. If you occasionally have a cigarette, you're considered a smoker. Mm -hmm. So even if you're not smoking every day, you're not, you won't get 10 years of your life back. Mm -hmm. There's no just, oh, I smoke when I drink. Yeah, no. That, that you're considered a smoker if you smoke when you drink. Mm. You're well. a smoker if you smoke when you drink. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they say if you quit by the age of 40, uh, 100%. No cigarettes ever. You'll get about nine years of your life back. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. But if you are quitting smoking, I mean, like, Crash did it. You did, And you you had a hard time with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Believe me, I did not want to quit. No, you didn't want to no, quit. No, I didn't want to quit. And then anytime I'm out with people, everyone's going for a dart. I'm like, well, I guess I'll just sit here at the table alone. Yeah, at you the will. Bar. Yeah, that's right. You'll yeah. order another drink. Get that alcoholism going. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now just love my booze. <laughs> it's not good. No. All right, you guys may remember we had this story a while back of the story of Muhammad Abad. Now, Muhammad was just like any young, energetic six-year-old until he was pushed in the street during a snowball fight when a car hit him and dragged him nearly 2,000 feet. But when it did that, it also ripped off his Tootsie Roll and destroyed one of his testicles. What? Do you no. remember that? No. No. no, this is horrendous. He just casually dropped that. Oh, by the way, it ripped off his penis testicle. Yeah. Yeah. You guys don't remember this? I we must talked have about this story about six months ago. I must have blocked it out. And then he uh, went for surgery and got a bionic oh. penis. Oh. You guys don't remember that? Oh. Maybe I forgot how we lost it. Maybe. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I remember bionic penis. All right. Well, Muhammad <laughs> was blessed with a fully functioning song in July of 2015. It's a prosthetic device which was made from nerves and skin that was grafted from his arms, inflates with liquid from his stomach when he presses a button in his balls. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. That's okay. pretty much the way that it works. It's like the uh, old high-top pump shoes. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. 
Well, apparently, he is now back in the news because he cannot keep the ladies off of him. Okay. He says now he has so many requests from ladies Mm -hmm. that he has to shut down upwards of 30 a month. He also said that he's just a regular guy who works in a factory. He works 14-hour shifts, and he says he's way too tired to get it on with all of these women when he gets home. That poor man with the perfect penis. Yeah, he says that they've all heard about his bionic bits, Mm. and they want to get on them and try them out. (laughs) (laughs) I think ladies have been on bionic bits for years. Yeah, yeah, you're right, but maybe just not on Muhammad. Uh, People are saying uh, in this story, too, uh, wasn't there a story about it being too big and he was upset about it? Yes, yes, that was part of the story as well. But apparently uh, he's not upset about it anymore and the ladies aren't (laughs) upset about it either. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Love the photo in the app. He's like double thumbs up. Oh, of course. (laughs) All righty, ladies, let me know if you do agree with this. Uh, There is a new list out of the five facial hairstyles that ladies love the most. Um, now they oh, were on dudes. The, on dudes, they were uh, surveyed, <laughs> and these are the types of beards that if you want to rock a beard, this is what you should be going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, lady said that what they really like is some long stubble. Now that of course isn't a full beard, but just like an overgrown kind of scruffy. Yeah. You've left it a couple days. You've left it a couple days, scruffy look. Yeah, uh, that goes us into off the long into more of like a scruff. Mm-hmm. Like just you, you've lost control. Think like uh, I think there's a picture here of Jared Leto with oh, his scruff, okay. yeah. right? You kind of yeah. get what I mean by that. Yeah, the lumberjack. Now that is the full. That's on, a burly one, right? That's a burly beard, yeah. and ladies like it. It also tends to fall a little bit longer. Mm. As a matter of fact, Crash, if you were to lumberjack, the beard would come about to your Adam's apple. Whoa! Oh yeah, right there. So yeah. it, this would all hang down. Yeah. Should I go for that? I you could, I guess. Everyone yelled at me when it got too shaggy. So I had to trim it up. Yeah, for you got to trim it up. Uh, please, people in the building. A touch of gray. <laughs> yeah, Women like to ha- see a guy with a beard that has flecks or streaks of gray through it. Think more of like a George Clooney beard. Mm. That works. I know. I got some new grays after uh, Vegas. Yeah, I know. Mars is looking at my beard at the airport. She's like, what happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good weekend. Right? Yeah, you did. You had streaks of gray. I know. I just had a bunch of streaks. So saying no to all those cigarettes that were coming oh, yeah. away. Stressing out the tables. Yeah, yeah that's oh, right. Please hit 20. <laughs> and the last one here, which is basically what Crash and the Ginger are rocking when it comes to facial hair, is the full but trim. Mm-hmm. And that's what you guys got. You guys yeah. have the full beard. It's but business it's, uh, beard. Yeah. But it's nice and trim. and mm-hmm. You got stuff to do beard. Yeah. You have a mini mustache, though. Come yeah, on. you do have a mini. What do, what do you mean? What, what? You just have, it looks like a perfectly groomed mini mustache. No, it's, it's thin. I'm very is self-conscious it about it. I oh, are you? Said that. Oh, yeah. no. It's my Boy, it, cross to bear. It looks like you put a lot of effort into it. No, it's just how it, it's so it's so thin. If I didn't have the beard around it, yeah. I bet you wouldn't even notice it. Boy, it would blend into your skin. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Mars. Well, I'm just staring at it. With me. I thought you always groomed it to be like just a mini like pencil. No, yeah, it feels no. like it feels like a Sanchez. <laughs> like a Sanchez. Oh, great. <laughs> like you know. my mustache is probably what, like three times the length? Oh yeah. Well yours is like a thick burden coming. You know, it's uh Do you want to touch it? No. Oh. Uh, I don't want to touch either of your mustaches actually. <laughs> Crashes is great. I-, I told him he should drop the beard. I just, just have do the stash. stash. He mm. can pull it off. I don't know about that. 
No, you look like my dad in 1985. It's a little weird. Well, some ladies like a father figure. <laughs> <laughs> Suppose they would. Suppose they would. Sorry about your thin stash. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, I didn't know you were self-conscious. Well, yeah. okay, then of course I am. <laughs> I didn't know you were self-conscious about that great weakness showing on your face. <laughs> All righty, in sports, uh, the NHL is uh, speaking out after they pulled Connor McDavid from the game to test him for a concussion the other night. They say, hey, you know what, you guys? Expect more star players to be yanked off the ice mm. to go through that kind of protocol. There was considerable debate about the league pulling Connor McDavid from the game to test him just the other day. The league says, though, you know what? Sucks to be y'all. We're not going to change our policy. Better safe than sorry, I Better guess. Better safe than yeah. sorry. Uh, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly says that pulling McDavid is exactly how the spotters are supposed to act as to not treat star players different from others. And you can expect to see more of it. Edmonton Oilers start out on a three-game road trip against Buffalo tonight. Uh, it matches the number one of last year's draft, Connor McDavid. Against number two. Is it Jack? Is it Eichel? Eichel. Eichel. There you go. Puck drop is at 5 o'clock tonight if you want to check that out. Alrighty, it is going to be another cold, crappy day today. Here's what we're going to see. Wind chills making it feel around minus 30 throughout the day. 30% chance of flurries temperature-wise. We're going to see a high of minus 18. It is 620 and we're sitting at minus 19. Good morning. Mars, with your uh, story about the uh, facial hair? Yes. Um, people are wondering about goatees. Goatees not on my list, guys. Really? Sorry if you got a goatee, but... A lot of people still rock the goatee. Yeah. Remember when that was huge? Yeah. I, for the life of me, I could not grow a goatee because my mustache did not connect and it just looked ridiculous. Yeah, I uh, I actually... Sorry if you have a goatee. It's like my... It's my number one turnoff. What? You don't like a goatee? No. You don't like just a big furry No, hole. I don't. I, for whatever reason, and this is going to sound terrible, but a lot of guys that I have known who have had goatees have turned out to be terrible human beings. <laughs> I don't think. I think it's just your bad choice It is. It, no, it probably is. I just, I know for whatever reason, I associate that goatee with terrible people. I don't, it's just people in my life. You don't associate it with badass? No, I, goatee no. goatee is more of like a, like a biker thing, isn't no. it? No? no. Although we had that old boss who had a big bushy. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking There's about. There's a couple yeah. of uh, yeah. of dudes that I can think of mm-hmm. that uh, had a goatee. Yeah. Including your, uh, you have an ex-family member who has oh, a goatee yeah. and he turned out to be real beautiful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's also uh, that dude, there's another guy that I used to work with. The one who, uh, right? Yeah, he yeah. had a he had a ginger goatee. Yeah, that was no good. Salt beef junkie says, "Don't break my heart, Mars." I'm sorry, salt beef. You're probably really good. If you You're have a goatee, a if you have a picture uh, of uh, your goatee, throw it on the app. Just so Mars can uh, tell if you're a mm. badass or. I'm sorry, I don't know why, but just all of the men in my life have had. A crappy goatee. <laughs> crappy. They have. I, I don't know what it is. It just—it's terrible. Someone's wondering about a handlebar stash. I don't. You know, handlebars. I right? like. It, I could. I could kind of do it. It's yeah. not really connecting. But what about that? Yeah. See, and I've had great experiences with dudes with handlebars. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So weird. Oh, Ginge. <laughs> what did you just put up there? In the Who app? is that guy? <laughs> It looks like one of our old bosses. Yes, it does. <laughs> I just Googled great goatee. Yeah. And this is the first guy that came up. He does have a perfectly coiffed goatee. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, for whatever reason, every guy that's treated me like crap had a goatee. Yeah. Uh, so, you know what? Let's talk about that. Is there 
a whole bunch of people in your life that maybe at one point treated you like crap. Mm. And do they, do you find that they all have something in common? Maybe it's the color of their hair. Maybe it's, I don't know, their job. Maybe it's their profession. Yeah, like just a facial feature. A facial feature, yeah. yeah but for whatever reason, maybe you keep... You, maybe you went for dimples. And right. dimples mean bad. Yeah, and like every dimples that you met just turned out to be a total jerk. <laughs> so all of yours would be the goatee. The goatee, yeah. yeah. If I could think of like all of the terrible people that I've met, the, they pretty much all... Dudes. Mm-hmm. All had a goatee at one point. The goatee is the the evil twin of the facial hair. Like if you have two twins, yeah. one of them's bad. Yeah, the bad one always has the goatee. Mm, That's yeah. why I told you just to go stash. I feel like the stash is the opposite of the goatee. Where only trustworthy, honorable men wear it. Hmm. That's true. It takes a different kind of man. It does to, take uh, a different kind of mustache, like a police officer. Yeah, you. Yeah, any Someone cop. Standing I bet for you the law. G off the cop probably rocks the stash. Damn right he does. Right. Because he's a cop. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what feature, or do you find that there's uh, like one thing about a group of people that they all have in common, but it turns out that that person, that type of person, is just a terrible human being? Call <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation. One zero two three now radio. All right. We're uh, wondering if there is a one common trait. That maybe a number of people have in your life, and it turns out that they all end up being terrible human beings. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, maybe you're just drawn to, like Crash was saying, people with dimples. But it turns out that every person that has cute dimples ends up being just an evil witch. <laughs> it's a total D-bag. Like, oh. Yeah. Maybe it's all the brunettes in your life are just terrible. Maybe it's all the blondes. Mm-hmm. For myself, it's every dude that had a goatee just did not end well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about lovers. Yeah. I'm just talking about like people in my life. Just surrounding just, you. Yeah, yeah, friends or coworkers or, yeah. And it never even made it to the dating point. Oh, God, no, no, no. <laughs> Ew. Just horrifying. No, like some of them were bosses, like my superiors, terrible yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Some of them were just acquaintances or friends or just people, yeah. It, so I don't it, know why. It just if you never were to get a out. new job and you walked in and the boss had a goatee, you're like, no. You would I would no, I at this point I'd walk out. <laughs> I am not meeting with you. I am not meeting with you. Yeah, I would I would absolutely leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this text here says not a facial feature but the worst people I've ever dated are all Taurus. Anyone who was born in early May, mm-hmm. I will no longer date anyone born in May. In my earlier years, I dated a few uh, ginger ladies. I'm sorry gingers, it wasn't good. Oh, well. Right? You uh, want to talk about what's up with that? What's, what's and like wrong? poor Logan in I there? I know poor Logan. Yeah, but they they were they were just intense. You guys are intense. Knowing uh, <laughs> gingers like I do, yeah, our weekly meetings, stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah, right, yeah. of course. And knowing you, I'm gonna guess it was more you. I don't think it was me. No, than them. that's a ginger thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we're talking about the one trait that a bunch of people have in common, and it turns out that they were uh, not the nicest people in the world. But for whatever reason, they always end up in your life. Mm-hmm. So, for example, all the brunettes in your life have been terrible. Uh, for me, it's goatees. What about just the mustache? Just straight up mustache? I haven't been around just a lot of mustaches, so I would say go for it. That's probably pretty good. Someone with a mustache could attempt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one here says, hey guys, my boyfriend has trouble with people named Christine. Mm. For whatever reason, all the Christines in his life have just been terrible. <laughs> yeah, and that's just it, right? It's a weird phenomenon, yeah. but it happens. Uh, Mark, how you doing, man? 
Oh, not too bad, not too bad yourself. Yeah, doing oh, pretty doing good. good. All right, what was that common trait that wasn't a good trait that you found with a bunch of peeps? Well, for me, it's, it's names. People with the same names are very similar. Mm. Like, I don't want to name the name, but with men, the one that really stands out for me, it starts with an R. It's a six, le- six or seven-letter name, depending on how you spell it. Okay. Every single I've met four in my life. Yeah. Every single one of them, nice, great guy. Dumber than a sack of hammer. <laughs> What's the name? What's the name? Well, I don't want to offend uh, members of the Nell family. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and the other one, on women, it's a six-letter name. Yeah. Okay. Ten in my life. Very, um, uh, inter- let, let's just say moral-less. Oh. Oh. Very and, dirty. And, oh, oh, dirty ladies. <laughs> and you know ten of them. And you know ten? Uh, it, it's All totally... the same name. It's All Becky, right? Trait. No, it's six letters. Oh, six letter. B E C K. Ah, that's great. Okay, thanks so much, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Uh, have a good one. You too. Bye bye. What would the guy's name be? Six letters and an R? Mm. And then, did he say what the chick's name started with? He just said a six letter six name. Six letter name. It's all yeah. dirty ladies. Right? Jeez. Ashley's six letters. <laughs> Did someone just text that yeah, in? Yeah, I just saw Ashley. Yeah, that this is great. This one says, every Ashley I've met, one being the ex. Wow. From Luke. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I've known a few Ashleys that were that one, were promiscuous, for sure. One of the uh, ginger ladies I knew was named Ashley. Was she? Yeah. Yeah. She was. She had a wicked streak to her. Okay, and then everyone's uh, texting in what the guy's name would be. Richard? Mm. Maybe Robert. Oh, yeah, Robert's uh, six letters. Yeah. Yeah, all right. That makes uh, sense. Let's go to uh, Chris here on two. Hi, Don Chris. Hi, not bad. How are you? Ah, doing pretty good. All right, was there one common trait that you found didn't jive with you? Yeah, and it's really odd, but yeah. uh, tongue piercings. Really? really? What was it with the yeah. tongue piercing? Uh, I just horrible endings, horrible, uh, evil. (laughs) 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 Just horrible, evil people. (laughs) Yeah, just, uh, like, totally uh, blind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, you were drawn to them, and then you learn right away, you're like, oh, no, why did I fall for this person? You have a tongue piercing. I used to dress like a freak, and, uh, (laughs) you know, I, I, that was my thing, and, uh, I, I, I don't know, it just, no matter what, the common trait though, tongue piercing equaled bad, yeah. bad relationship. Now, now, now I find that I, I really appreciate uh, a classy woman who um, dresses, uh, you know, kind of formally. Oh. Or, or, or kind of. Um, like business. Not, 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 or, you know, just. Uh, very uh, non-piercing, like, like, non, like kept, just non-piercing. Yeah, no, <laughs> just no piercings whatsoever for Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's and, funny. And tattoos. Uh, I mean, it's 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 not it's not that. Uh, I mean, I have a tattoo. It's not it's not that. It's it's just horrible experiences. Yeah, you've just yeah. done a total one eighty because you don't want to chance it again. Yeah, I want I want a very uh, straight laced. Uh, <laughs> 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 I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Thanks so much for that, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Very much like that. No. <laughs> okay. You have a great day, man. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. God, he must have had a terrible experience. Right, the piercings must have been absolutely awful. He's like, I want her wearing black cardboard. <laughs> 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 Call Crash.
Ash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about the common trait uh, that people who have been terrible to you in your life all have. If there's one thing that you can pinpoint it down, Mm -hmm. they've all got the same thing going on and... uh, just doesn't work out in your life for you. No. It just doesn't. Uh, lots of texts are rolling in here. Um, this one here says Mars. Because mine is a goatee. Every guy that I've known with a goatee, just the relationship wasn't well. Uh, Steady Out in Millet says, do you remember the old Star Trek? Whenever there was evil Spock or evil Kirk, they'd come on sporting a goatee. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So William Shatner would just grow yeah, yeah. a goatee. And be like, oh, he's evil. Evil Kirk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so then that, yeah, that makes sense. With your goatees, Mars, uh, does it have to be a maintained goatee or could you handle like a longer one? Uh, like a ZZ Top style. A ZZ Top. I've had okay experiences with ZZ Top goatees. But it's like a trimmed goatee? Yeah, like the the picture that Ginge put in the app. Like, that's just, it's the, <laughs> the worst. The perfect goatee ever. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't work for you. No. Uh, Lori's on six here. Uh, the common trait that didn't jive with you, what was yours? My um, my junior high was miserable with a girl named Becky, and, and people that I met throughout have that connotation. Yeah. And when my daughter was born, I named her Rebecca, not realizing until my grandmother sent me a card that said, Happy birth, Becky. Oh, <laughs> no. Rebecca is Becky. Yes, it is. <laughs> yep. Um. But, but you know what? She holds true to not being a Becky because she prefers Becca and hates it if you call her Becky. Yeah, I would go with Becca too if I were to yeah. do, you know, one or the other. I wouldn't. Mm, yeah, not Becky. Not Becky. Yeah. Not Becky. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Becky's got a lot of baggage. We we used to work with a Rebecca, and she insisted that she be called her full name. Oh, Rebecca. It had really? to be Rebecca. Yeah. yeah. You do not call her Becky. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, Becky will get you punched in the throat by my kids. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. One oh two three. Now radio. Uh, and remember, we're going to be doing something pretty cool this Friday. We didn't plan it uh, <laughs> we, with the weather properly. <laughs> we're going to uh, do some holiday caroling. Yeah, some good old Christmas caroling. On uh, this Friday night. And so if you want us to stop by your house, you can go on our web, uh, the website, 1023nowradio.com. Click the button and submit your address and maybe we'll show up. We're only going for a short period of time. We're just trying it out this year to I see if it... I don't know how long we're going to be able to do it. What's the temperature on Friday? Uh, Friday will be minus 24 pre-wind chill. Oh, Lord. We're literally going to show up at your house in a limo and just Jingle yell. bell, jingle bell, and throw something at your door. <laughs> oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, I love all your branches. We're going to throw some tree. beer cans at your house. Beer cans at your house, and we're jumping in a limo and we're taking off. So if yeah. you want us to come caroling by your place Saturday night, starting at about 7 o'clock or so, go and register your address, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to make it by again. I don't know how many houses we're going to hit. It's going to be bitterly cold. When we planned this, there was no sign of a big Arctic front, and it was still we nice. It when it was still like, oh, plus four this afternoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you want some holiday cheer, it will be fast and cold, and we'll throw beer cans <laughs> at your house. Yeah. Uh, go on our website and register your address. 1023nowradio.com is where you can do that. All right, uh, driving drunk isn't the only form of impairment that is on the Edmonton police's radar this holiday season. As a matter of fact, they are now having an even bigger conversation about driving high. They say that they've been focusing now on this problem for a couple of years. Now, we do know that with the holiday season, there's always an increase Mm. in check stops. Now, and they say that on a typical check stop operation, they do it on the weekend. 
They say that they will charge, uh, you know, one person with impaired alcohol and usually three to five drug seizures or 24-hour suspensions per every one impairment. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's big, is it? Odds. Yeah, bad stats. So for every one person who is uh, driving under the influence of alcohol, they're seeing three to five with uh, drugs or drug impairment. Mm-hmm. So drugs in the car, vehicle, whatever. Yeah. And drug when, impairment. Because we did a show on that, or uh, we talked about it, how they can detect if you're under the influence of a drug as well. Yeah, I they still have, have no idea now. if they so can don't do even, it. So don't even chance it. Uh, now, they say they aren't just concerned with marijuana either. Uh, prescription drug, drugs may also cause impairment. Uh, and, of course, uh, the other street drugs that mm-hmm. are out there and that are available. So keep in mind, uh, you know, check stops. Don't drink and drive. Make sure you get home safe. Edmonton police are investigating a hate crime after two women were threatened at the University of Alberta LRT station early last month. This story is so ridiculous. Police say a man in his 60s walked up to two young women that were wearing hijabs, pulled a rope from his pocket, tied the rope into a noose in front of them, and then said, this is for you. What? Come on. (laughs) Jeez, buddy. What are you... Like, uh, obviously these women are like, um, okay... Like, well, did they take a picture of him? Well, they started videoing, videoing them. Yeah, because after he tied a noose and said, "This is for you," he then started to sing "Oh Canada." Oh, good. okay, Perfect. so yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. perfect sense. So, of course, one of the women uh, took out her cell phone and started videoing the cray cray that was yeah. going on in front of her. Uh, police are saying though that that kind of behavior is obviously unacceptable. It was not only in poor taste, but it's also crossed their criminal threshold as well. Hmm. You know, it's just like a crazy old guy, right? Yeah. Like, imagine uh, you as a kid, like, scrolling through Facebook and doing whatever, and you're like, what is this story? Someone's crazy, and that's your dad or grandpa? Oh. Right? You'd be like, come on. Yeah. Do you think he carries the rope in case, like, hate crime opportunity presents itself so he can be a jerk? No. Who's just just carrying a rope? Or is that his belt? You know what he does (laughs) is he puts a rope in his pocket to probably practice nautical knots. I no, I don't think so. Old I don't think guys this, like tying knots. I think he's like an old sailor. Yeah, well, or he just likes tying knots. So while he's sitting there waiting for the bus or whatever, yeah, he'll be tying knots. He's like, I see on the news people getting mad. I don't know. And then, of course, he went and did that. Did and then, the full deal. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, I'm no boy scout either, but doesn't I think a noose would take a while? I've no, yeah. I have a. Th- feeling it wasn't like an actual it was just a a well done you know yeah yeah, you're probably right it was (laughs) was a loose knot let's remember the the guy in the story here probably tied a loop right and was like (laughs) anyone with any information about this suspect is being asked to call the police police say he's got gray hair and is balding he has a thin build and was wearing glasses at the time i Mm. think there's a picture of him because she got video of him right yeah then there's a lot of yeah like there he is right there so Mm. That's not even a noose. He Does tied he like knot? a knot. Oh, come Does on. Does he look very knot? No, he... Oh, I pictured like like a rough looking dude. Yeah, I just... This guy's like a... Here. He almost looks like just a business dude. Right? He's he got the look... suit. He's got the glasses. Yeah. Like he looks like an old prof or something? Yeah. Of course they're going to play an ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does look like an old professor. He's more put together than you'd think. I, I pictured like someone that was really... They just let themselves go. Oh, really? Yeah. He doesn't, I don't think he looks like overly. 
He's got a black jacket. <laughs> just because you're wearing Very, a black he's jacket. Together, but his hair's combed. He has glasses on. I pictured more of a wild... His hair isn't combed. Oh. It's pretty wild. Well, I thought it's just like the, the loose and cash look. No. I don't know why we're defending him. Yeah, he's, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. the guy's a dirtbag. Yeah, no the guy's what. a... Yeah, <laughs> and I probably... Regardless of how handsome he looks in this picture, he's not yeah. a good person. And I would say... Racism is racism. <laughs> right. Probably has some mental health issues There's as well. I mean, you don't, yeah. you don't do that. So mm-hmm. if you've got any information, the police definitely uh, want to talk to you. Uh, now, another story about elders, and this is, a, uh, this is actually a terrible story. Apparently... Um, elder financial abuse is on the rise in our country. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means that senior citizens are seeing their adult children steal from them Ugh. while they're still alive. As a matter of fact, police now report that over 250,000 elderly Canadians have been financially abused. How could you do that to a parent? I don't know. I you you hear stories about this happening. You see crap on TV, and you're just like, "How could you possibly do this to your parent?" And people aren't just taking like twenty bucks. Like these are draining bank accounts. Well, the guy that they highlight in this story, his name is Pete uh, Stupenkoff. He's ninety-two years old. He was a self-made millionaire, mm-hmm. but he says now he cannot afford to put gas in his car because two of his children took all of his life savings. Uh. They say they drained his funds from a shared account. Uh, Never share an no, account. Do not share accounts with your kids, no. Ginge. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Are you sure your mom's not taking your cash? Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, isn't that awful? They've got a whole bunch of different uh, stories here. Where uh, Also, I guess what's popular is that children, adult children, will say to their parents, you know, like, I want to do your finances or your bookkeeping. Uh. And, of course... Of course, you being the parent, you would trust that your angel yeah. uh, would never take all your money and then sure enough, they're skimming, they're, the they're skimming your savings. Yeah, oh, That is so trashy. Yeah, everything brutal. from taxes to taking over all the financial bookkeeping, yeah. etc. Who do they, because a lot of seniors need help with that stuff though. Right? Yeah, who do you trust? Yeah. I guess, well, a company, I guess. They're not going to hopefully take your money that's what i mean how would you not trust your kids like it's it's terrible I, yeah I you know. think your little angels are going to help you out and be like oh i'm going to save a little bit i don't have to go to an accounting firm to do my taxes yeah i'll do yeah like you oh. you know as your child i'll take care of your taxes i'll pay your yeah, bills you know, like, don't worry about it information and that stupid cough is just like the sweetest old man i know he's and like, he looks so sad oh. he's got sad eyes now because his kids are jerks of he's, course he's sad he's got a fax machine in the back yeah he's 90 <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's new. <laughs> literally a rotary phone beside it. Yeah. That's all he can afford, Crash. His kids took everything. Isn't that awful? Uh, so, of course, RCMP are just putting out signs that, you know, even if you see your siblings starting to meddle. Uh, get involved. Get involved. Yeah. Make sure that you know what your parents or grandparents in your life are doing. Make sure you know who's handling their money. And uh, make sure that you trust that person. Mm-hmm. They also say it might be worth your while to hire an accountant. Just to have just a look, to yeah. have a look to make sure that you don't have a sibling or a cousin or a family member skimming a little off the seniors in your life because mm. that's uh, that's really bad. That's brutal. I would be livid if I discovered that. Yeah. And yep. I'd find a way to scam that person, that sibling, too. I, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I would get their login information and skim their bank. Uh, this text here says, my mom cut me off from all shared accounts once I got engaged to my husband. She was scared that we would take her for all she's got. <laughs> I've never been in, uh, I've never been at, attached to a parent, my parents' accounts. I've never had a shared bank account. No, me neither. 
I ain't sharing it. No. You guys have never shared one with your mothers? No. No, no, no. that's... Just me? You're yeah. actually the first person that I've heard that has done that. Huh. <laughs> 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 Bit of a trendsetter, you'd say. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. That's pretty terrible. Alrighty, uh, this next story here is, uh, it's, it's kind of fun. Remember we talked about losing things yesterday? Yeah. And then you never thought that you would get it back? Well, I saw this story and thought it would have been perfect. Uh, this woman made some great use out of a fake ID. Uh, and then, of course, it ended up online. Uh, a girl in New York posted a letter that she received in the mail. She opened up the letter, and sure enough, there was her New York State driver's license that she lost one year ago. Oh. Here's what the note said. I found this on the floor of a bar about a year ago, and I hope you don't mind. I used it for a while because I was underage. <laughs> but now I'm 21. You can have it back. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Isn't that great? I guess you'll never know who actually used it. No, though, right? because there was no return yeah. on the envelope. <sighs> and it just so happens that she still lives in the address that was on the ID. Yeah. So an underage so person yeah, found it, stole the ID, used it for a year, turned 21. Probably dulled herself up to look Similar to this woman. And then mailed it right back to her. That's (laughs) awesome. All right. This is a great invention. At least you're going to love it until your uh, probably significant other figures out that you have it. Then you might get into a huge fight. This invention is called the cover clamp. And what is it? It's a small rubber clamp that you put on your sheets and your comforter. Then you slip the anchor under the mattress and boom. Now it is impossible for your significant other to rip the covers off of you in the middle of the night because you literally are tucked in all (laughs) night long. Yep. You can check it out at CoverClamp.com. They go for about 25 bucks US, and apparently they can't keep them on the shelf. Oh, I bet. Realistically, you can just get a, a clamp at like Prince's Auto you and probably clip it on could. your sheet. But they also then shove it under the mattress and it anchors. Oh, that's true, yeah. Otherwise, you just rip the sheet, too. Uh, is Rach a sheet sealer? Yeah. Yeah. We start off all like cuddly buddies, snuggled up to bed. But then sometime in the night, she'll do like the roll over to the other side oh, yeah. and takes it all with oh, her. Oh, yeah. And then you get the sheet. Yeah. <laughs> the little corner. Yeah, the little corner of the sheet. Yeah. Like, so oh. I need, babe, thanks. <laughs> so this is what you need is this clamp then because then it leaves you in kind of in a perpetual state through the night of being tucked in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then if that person's pulling, you're like, oh, you're snuggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> easy. Easy. I'm trying to get some rest. <laughs> exactly. The cover clamp doesn't look uh, cozy, though. It looks like hard. It does look hard. Plastic. Yeah. Yeah, it looks very... It looks like it belongs in the garage. Very industrial. Yeah. yeah. But it definitely does the trick. This person's just reefing on it. Yeah, well, people get super strength when they sleep. They want those blankets. Yeah. yeah. So they reef on them. Yeah, you can stick it under your mattress, connect it to your bed frame. Yeah. Just so you keep your sheets on your side. There you go. Mm. Alrighty, if you've got the app open on your phone uh, or on your tablet right now, uh, you're going to want to watch out for this. A British woman claims to have seen the face of Donald Trump in a red pepper. Oh, no. Her name is Janet Ayers. Uh, she's from England. She was cooking a vegetarian chili for dinner when she sliced the vegetable in half and made the discovery. I don't see it, personally, but she seems to think that it is, in fact, Donald Trump. However, when I do put them side by side, maybe it does look like Donald. A little Donald to it. Looks angry. It's. I like how the uh, seeds inside are like a couple broken teeth. <laughs> it kind of looks like a character from South Park. <laughs> it totally To does. be honest. Yeah. But I've got a picture of uh, the pepper here and then Donald Trump. And then Trump. Donald Trump yelling? Yeah. I could see how they would get the comparison. They have the same mouth. 
Totally. It's it's and more, the eyes are like wincing. <laughs> it's more crying baby than Trump. You think it's cr- well, Trump is kind like of a crying t- baby. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got like the two teeth like a toddler. Yes, it eyes does. Eyes are squinted. Well, she posted that picture of the pepper to Facebook, and of course, it went viral. It is everywhere. What? So. Uh, did we ever figure out what my uh, carrot was the other day? No, we never did because it's just a weird, misshapen vegetable. Crash found a carrot the other day, like a Jesus carrot. Well, I, I, I was hoping that it would be Jesus, honestly, but it's not Jesus. I posted a link to our Instagram picture in the app there. I don't know what what it is. I know what it looks like. I well, can't really say it on the saying air. It's like a, a helper. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's With got the attachment. it's got the double levels. <laughs> There's like the famous, like the rabbit. Is that what like yeah, the, the rabbit? It's yeah. a double lover. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the carrot is known as the double lover. Yeah, a lot of peeps were saying a cactus. I was honestly hoping this is it. No, I'm like we found the mother of all carrots. We did not, and we... it's gonna explode on the internet, and everyone's gonna be like, I know what it is. We literally found the double lover yeah. of carrots. I and... thought someone. Could figure out maybe like it maybe it looks like Tom Cruise. No. That would go crazy. No, yeah, it's a helper. It, yeah. <laughs> have you guys ever found anything in no, a fruit no. or veggie? Me neither. I oh, keep looking. Uh oh no, we didn't find. I was gonna say I thought we found a Cheeto one year that looked like something, but I think you and I were just making I think it, it out. Well, like yeah, a, the Cheetos are big too. Yeah. yeah. The Cheeto I think looked like a double lover too. Yeah, it oh. might have. I think Crash really was looking for Jesus. Yeah. And oh, he right? just found double lover instead. Mm. So. Is is Jesus the highest you can find? I think so. I think that's and at then the Mary. top of the cheesy chain. Jesus is better than Mary? Yeah, Jesus, Mary, then Trump. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's all there. <laughs> all right, for those of you who are delivery guys, uh, this story is for you, and it also just highlights how dangerous your job can get around the Christmas season. Two Amazon delivery drivers were taken hostage after a shopper took the keys to their van in a heated dispute over purchases on Amazon. Apparently, uh, Dean Smith decided that he was going to hold the staff hostage at the side of a country road (laughs) until he got his Amazon purchases. Mm -hmm. He said that they were taking days longer than what Amazon told him online. Yeah. The guy said, listen, we don't have your Amazon packages today, sir. Maybe they're coming tomorrow. That was when the 44-year-old businessman took the keys to their truck and refused to return them until his purchases were there. <laughs> Hold the truck hostage. I'd be like, I kind of need my truck to bring your package here. Yeah. Uh, police showed up. And apparently, after threatening to arrest Dean, mm-hmm. that was the guy who took them hostage, uh, he backed down. Well, of course. Do yeah. you think he got his goods? No. There's no way they delivered the package. He got them that afternoon. <laughs> what? No. Are you kidding? Uh. <laughs> the delivery drivers decided not to press charges. They said that they understand that uh, it can be very stressful around the holiday season, <laughs> waiting for things to come that you've purchased online. I know. I've been waiting for things to come. I keep watching the delivery status line. Yeah. And it's still just en route. En oh. route. I'm like, come on. Two days late. I need to go. a little more specific with that, with that delivery status. Like exact location. Yeah. Because they're, they're pretty vague. Like, it left the shipping hall. It yeah. crossed the border. I want more updates from my it's package. like, oh, screening customs. Well, it's been screening customs for a week. Like, you want to know if the driver's at 7-Eleven getting a coffee. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to know every stop. Because yeah. now, like, when you order, I think it's Domino's. One of the pizza chains online, you can see, like, your order being <gasps> made. Like Uber. Oh. Yeah, and it's like oh, Terry's, Terry's putting on the ingredients. Terry's sliding it into the oven. Oh. Terry's doing a number two. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Terry. <laughs> 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 you better wash your hands. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Well, this next list here, speaking of food, um, might make you never want to eat anything ever again. Uh, but there is a list of gross things that are allowed in our food. Now, the reason why they're allowed in the food is because they technically won't hurt you. But all in all, it's just gross. Oh, it's like the acceptable amount of yes. grossness. Yeah. Are you ready for this uh, list? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number one, ground up insects. Mm. They say it's pretty much impossible to prevent. So uh, like a jar of cinnamon, for example, if you're going to be putting that on your eggnog, can have up to 400 insect fragments in it. Ugh. Oregano can have thousands. Mm. Apparently, the stuff in the middle of Fig Newtons yeah. can contain up to four insect heads. Come on. Oh, and you would never know what You'd never fig, know. Because the fig is so dense. And so delicious. Right? Fig Newton, you'd mm. never know. Love me some fig. You guys fig fans? I love fig. I, you don't like Fig Newtons? Your raspberry Newtons, your money Newton. Like, what are those, uh, the date squares or whatever? Yeah, you yeah. like, mm. he likes oh, figs so and dates. <laughs> yeah, you're so old. I like eating those with my Sunday coffee. Mm, some hard candy? Yeah. <laughs> That's a Sunday. That's true, you do like and dates. I grew up on like flats of those. <laughs> yeah, you love them. Uh, number two, mouse poop. There are small traces of it in everything from popcorn to flour. Ugh. So, yeah, it's in there. So it's ground up and you never know. Number three, molds. Lots of foods have trace amounts of it, including ketchup. Uh, the grossest one, grossest one, though, is any kind of canned fruit. Apparently, peaches in particular are allowed to have a bit of mold on it, so they'll just eat it. There is something good about a can of peaches, right? Yeah, peaches like, canned are good. You pull them out of the can, and then you drink the syrup after. <laughs> You're like, mmm. Yeah. And it's just basically sugar. Now it's mold. So there you go. <laughs> Great. Uh, maggots. A 24-ounce jar of tomato sauce can have one and a half maggots in it. No. Uh, some orange juice can have the equivalent of one maggot per cup. Ugh. Rat hair. Apparently, rat hair is found in a lot of spices, but it also ends up in peanut butter, chocolate, and pasta. And my personal favorite, cigarette butts. <laughs> How does that end up? Apparently, cigarette butts <laughs> end up any sort of food. ground up in salt, pepper, certain spices, and things like sesame seeds. It is not unheard of for ground up cigarettes to get into your food. So while people are working in the salt factory, they just got cigs on the go? Yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah, how like, is <laughs> unavoidable? Like, I don't think I get roaches in any of my food when I cook. No. Why is the good folks of Quaker Oats allowed to send my flour with half a roach in it? Well, because you smoke half a cigarette, you put, yeah, it, out, you put it in the pocket of your overalls. <laughs> you go away and you lean over. I guess. Out goes your half butt. Well, and like, well, do. Whatever. What can you do? Yeah. Alrighty, in sports, uh, Blue Jays fans are coming to the reality that their two biggest stars are likely to not return. The Jays signed Steve Pierce, who plays first base. They also signed a designated hitter a few weeks ago. So that basically ends Encarnacion in a Jays uniform. Yeah. As for Batista, he's highly unlikely to sign with the Jays. Some are speculating, though, he may go for a long time without finding another team to join. It's hard to say. And the Edmonton Oilers start out on a three-game road trip against Buffalo tonight. Uh, puck drops at 5 o'clock. Alrighty, it is going to be a, another cold, miserable day today. Small chance of flurries. Minus 18 for the high wind chill. Around minus 30 because we still have that wind. It is 721 and we're at minus 19. Good morning. <laughs> This next story here, and I mean, I guess I can't really argue it too much, uh, but a new study came out and it talks about what makes women mad in a relationship and what makes dudes mad in a relationship. 
And apparently, uh, women, as women, we can get mad at some pretty silly things. I'm going to say it's the simplest things. Like, when you get home, kick the shoes off at the door and don't, like... Put them in the spot. Now, that's not to say that men can be very unreasonable as well. No, I think guys are pretty lenient. Like, we let a lot of stuff slide, I think. Do you think you let a lot slide? Yeah, I think we let a lot of stuff slide. All right. Well, according to a new study, uh, women, and they surveyed a hundred of them, uh, were asked a series of questions and whether or not it would get make them feel angry at the person they're in a relationship with. Mm Mm-hmm. They pretty much said that they would get mad at the following things. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, if your man or your woman uh, tells you who their former girlfriend was when they were in high school. Why would you get mad over that? I wouldn't get mad over that. But 80% of women surveyed said that that would tick them off. They don't want to hear it. They don't care. Is that grounds to be ticked off? Is that because right away you think you're being compared? I to guess. that young Pop-Tart? Yep. Ah. Of the 100 women surveyed, when asked, would you get mad if the part, person you're in a relationship with said hello to the dog before you when they got home from work? <laughs> 90% of no. women said that that would cause a fight if he or she says hi to the dog before they say hello to <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, but chances are the dog's going to be like right up in your business and you're like, oh, hey, buddy. Right? And then the wife is in the corner. She's like, welcome home. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sharpening the knife in the kitchen. Uh, if you pick a fight with the person you're in a relationship and they don't argue back, mm. does it make you mad? Uh, 68% of women said that that would, be a, they, that would be like a lose your mind mad. Yeah. Well, that would be like that passive aggressive show mm-hmm. that we were talking about where you're like, okay, well, you're right. Yeah. Uh, 88% of women said that if your partner tells you about a dream they had about another person, that you would be in a bad mood about it. You'd get pretty mad about that. Mm. But it's a dream. Yeah. Uh, 62% of women say that if they personally dreamt that their partner cheats on them, they'll be super mad at them for the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> I do love those dreams. That seems so real. It leaves you feeling angry Yeah, all it day. does. Like, I can tell when you've had one of those. You're just angry yeah, all day. Yeah, just I'm mad. Like, I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, I don't like that. And by the end of the day, she finally tells me her dream. I'm like, that's what you were angry about? Well, no, I don't, I'm not necessarily mad at you. I'm just mad at the world. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, I'm just it, mad. You acted like you've lived through it. And you're just yeah, angry. you're just mad. Yeah. I want to know from you guys, uh, be it men or women, what is the silliest thing or the most ridiculous reason why someone got mad at you? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about um, the most ridiculous reason why someone got mad at you. Maybe they're still mad at, mad at you for right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got to read you this text here, though. This one is hilarious. <laughs> There's some good ones coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this text here is staying anonymous. It says, hey, guys, uh, my girlfriend just got mad at me last week because when we were sleeping, my feet were pointed away from her. <laughs> What? (laughs) She said (laughs) to her it meant I didn't love her because of my body language. I want to reiterate, I was sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) And you know she took a picture to prove it to you after. To be like, look, your body's pointed away. Yeah, his feet were pointed away from her. Our relationship is on the rocks. Oh boy, that's not. (laughs) That's really reading into something, right? Yeah. That's a bit much. Yeah, that's got to be a bit much. 
Like, what if uh, you're laying in bed and you turn away? Like, you're, you know, people lay in bed together, you sure. hang out for a bit, and you want to get really comfortable. So you roll over, and what if your back's to the other person? I bet you people get upset over that. Probably. Right? Uh, this text here, staying anonymous, I'm assuming this is from another guy. He says, hey, guys, uh, just the other day, in the grocery store, my wife is really into that natural peanut butter. Mm. I hate it. Yeah. So as she purchased her natural peanut butter, I picked up a jar of Skippy and put it in the basket. Uh-oh. She literally freaked out at me in the grocery <laughs> store. Why can't why can't your man have his Skippy? <laughs> <laughs> Just let him have the Skippy. Because I know certain grocery stores you can actually fill your own jar oh, yeah, and that's actually right, like yeah. grind your own peanuts. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll just take Crunchy right? or Skippy or whatever, yeah. Oh, I would oh, not boy. be able to live with that person. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Grant, how you doing, man? Not bad. Excellent. All right, so uh, you kind of fell into one of these situations, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. Uh, like our car got was parked outside the garage. Okay. And my wife's work truck yeah. was in the garage, uh, which when she came out to get her truck out of the garage, she clearly saw the car was there. Mm-hmm. Daylight, no problem. Okay. She opens the garage door, backs the truck out into the car. <laughs> Yet, I got an ass chewing for it because it was my fault. How is it your fault? It's her work well, truck. Well, exactly. That's what I said. <laughs> it didn't do a lot of damage to the car. It just dented the bumper a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But yet it was my fault. Did, did she ever agree that, okay, it was her fault? Or to this well, day, she's like, no, it's your fault. But it took time. It took time. <laughs> <laughs> it took time. Yeah. How did you try defending yourself? I was like, what the hell? How is this my fault? Yeah. Well, and that just feeds the, the fire. Should, you should have moved it. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I planned on leaving five hours from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, we're talking about the most ridiculous reason uh, that someone has been mad at you in the past. Uh, or maybe they're still mad at you mm-hmm. right now. I think you still hold a grudge over the uh, the stuffing. Years ago, uh, well, yeah. uh, for the Christmas dinner, that I was letting the stuffing get a nice crispy layer on top. Yeah. And Mars lost her mind that I was letting it burn. Well, because you, <laughs> when you, rather than announcing that something's burning, you take it out of the oven. <laughs> That's exactly what she shouted at yeah, me. Yeah, I said, if Even you her, see. Mars' parents are like, wow, Marcia. Oh, I know. And like my brothers now, every year they're like, oh, don't let Mars around right, the yeah. stuffing. <laughs> if it is burning, you take it out of the <laughs> The oven. <laughs> well, am I wrong? You don't just announce. You you be proactive. Well, in I, was, the... I was letting it get crispy. Everyone loves a crispy layer on the stuffing, That's right? That's like if I was making spaghetti and the pot was boiling boiling over, and someone was like, "Oh, hey, Mars, your pot's boiling over." <laughs> well, do something about it. It's called being proactive. <laughs> but every year now, if uh, Mars is in charge of uh, cooking Christmas dinner, oh, she's she's on edge. She's on edge. Her eyes are like hawk eyes. Yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> She's watching everything. <laughs> uh, this text here at 56789 says, hey, guys, uh, good morning. I go to U of A and my girlfriend got super mad at me because she failed a biology exam. She said it was my fault because I kept her up too late the night. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Lauren, how you doing today? Good. Excellent. All right. So uh, did you get upset over something or uh, someone else get upset over the most mundane thing? A guy I was dating um, lost his mind on me when I bought his new nephew a onesie. What? 
So we've been dating for just about a year. Okay. And I, I've met his family like a few times, but otherwise not too much. They were out of town and we lived um, more uh, closer to Leduc. Yeah, sure. And uh, so when the new baby arrived, we, you know, we were gearing up to go on a road trip and go visit. And I showed up and I said, I bought, I bought your sister like a few onesies, like one of those packs of three packs. Well, you got to show up with something. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's courtesy. That's yeah. that's polite. Yeah. And, and I was still in the brown nose phase, right? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So I uh, I, sh- I pull it out and he just looks at me. And he's like, Why would you do that? And I was like, Uh, well, uh. Because it's a baby? <laughs> I, said, I don't know. Like, why would I do this? And then I started, like, second-guessing myself. And so then I just looked at him. I was like, well, like, I don't have to give it to her. And he was like, yeah, you really shouldn't. And he was, and then he was weird the whole trip. What? And then at the end of the trip, I just said, like, WTF. Right? And he was like, so I think we should maybe drop it here. He broke up with you? He broke up with me because I bought his sister a wife. <laughs> What in the... Wow, wow, wow. Obviously, dude's got problems. I would say so. He had a full fit when he broke up with me and, like, smashed gifts that I gave him and he lost his mind. (laughs) All this because of the onesie. I'm going to say that her other issues going on. Yeah, or he just immediately thought that you were thinking babies. Oh, maybe. You know what? You dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we're talking about the most ridiculous reason that someone uh, got mad at you or is mad at you right now. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, good morning. My husband uh, got mad at me for wanting to buy mini Ziploc bags. They were on the grocery list and when he didn't buy them, when he went out shopping, I looked at him when he got home and said, why didn't you buy these? He got mad, saying, well, we don't need them. We got into a fight. <laughs> Over Ziploc bags. Another time, uh, he got mad when he asked me what was rolling around in the backseat of my car. I said, oh, it's just an old orange juice bottle. He got mad, saying that I didn't answer his question properly. I was supposed to tell him why there was a bottle there, not what kind of bottle. That argument lasted three hours. What? That's from Tracy. Oh, he Whoa. must have been having a bad day being on edge. You didn't answer my question. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, like, oh, great. Here we go. Wind them up. Wind them up. <laughs> Mars hates it when I say When that. I get mad, that's what Crash yells at me. Okay, seriously, have a listen to that. Wind her up. Tell me, like, if I'm like, hey, listen, like, blah, 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 Yeah. Wind her up, That's guys. what he yells. Wind her up. up. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am wound up. Son of a... <laughs> Uh, Ryan's on uh, four here. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how are you? Good, good. All right, so uh, what were you blamed for? Uh, well, that stat about uh, saying hi to the dog before, I totally believe that's 100% true. Oh, Ryan, did you say good hello to the dog before your wife? Uh, yep. And? I did, and my wife gets, like, Hulk rage angry. <laughs> what? Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Say hi because I say hi to the dog before her. Yeah, but chances and, are uh, the dog's right at the door, right? But, well, that's exactly it. That's what I told her. I said, well, the dog gets up off the couch to come at least say hello. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that, that didn't make things very, no. uh, very much better. No. At least the dog <laughs> makes an effort to welcome the man home. No. I know. <laughs> so, oh, I know. Definitely not a good way of defending uh, yourself. Yeah, no, don't, no. Don't go that route. How, how long does that fight usually go on for? Um, days. Oh, oh no. <laughs>
Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. And remember, uh, we want to go Christmas caroling this coming Friday. Yes, we do. If you want us to swing by your house, go to our website right now, 1023nowradio.com. Click on the big button and register uh, your address. We're not going to make it to everybody. I think we're just going to do a select few or else we'd be singing for hours. Yeah, we're going to roll up in like the now wagon. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some beer cans at your house. <laughs> it's it's going to be literally minus 30. Yeah, I know. It's going to be the fastest caroling session you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> And you I probably won't even know we were there. I don't know the carols, so... Crash <laughs> will just, just yell. I'll slur my way through it. Yes, and then we're going to jump in our uh, the now, now wagon. wagon and take off. Yeah. And you don't get to come. That'll be our version of the radio flyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. You're right, it would be, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so go to our website right now, 1023nowradio.com, if you're going to be at home on Friday, uh, this coming Friday evening at around 7 p.m. Uh, register your address and hopefully we can make it. And you better answer your door. Yeah. We're, we'll kick it in. And if you turn a hose on us, I swear oh. I will be so mad. <laughs> Just a sheet of ice comes <laughs> yeah. on us. Yeah, it's going to be damn cold. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, with the cold uh, and with this blast of cold weather, charities and support groups are now getting the word out there that they need more help in keeping some Edmontonians warm. Uh, now, the wind chill hovering around that minus 27 mark uh, sucks. So basically, what they're looking for is coats, mm-hmm. gloves, scarves. Uh, United Way said that they um, are hoping that they can start collecting a whole bunch of warm clothing to help people uh, who are less fortunate. Uh, they say that with that pre-Christmas rush with the cold weather, uh, kids' coats is great, but they say they also need men's winter jackets, women's winter jackets as well. There's so, a lot of places collecting. Like, we have a bin here at the front of the studio, too. Yes, we do, yeah. Bundle, bundle YAG, Bundle yes. Up YAG. Uh, Edmonton Emergency Relief Services is also finding this year a tough one, especially to help people affected by the Fort McMurray wildfires. Yeah, they're still helping those guys. Uh, they say they need blankets, they need coats, like all that warm weather stuff. Yeah. So you can go to the United Way website. Um, CoatsForKidsAndFamilies.ca is a good one. Or, of course, Edmonton Emergency Relief Services uh, or Bundle Up YEG for locations where you can drop off some of your jackets. All right, this is kind of a cool story. Uh, this dude, his name is Norm Peters. He lives here in Edmonton, and apparently he's become famous. Why? Well, he's an investigator. What does he investigate? Garbage and metal. Oh. As a matter of fact, Norm Peters from Edmonton is now known as the Metal Detector Master. Where is he... Where is he looking at this stuff? He's going everywhere. All over the place? All over the city. He even goes down to Mexico. Oh. And uh, he just looks for stuff with his metal detectors. Now, Crash, you've talked about doing this for a while. I think Mm -hmm. he would like to search a beach. Right? I know. We got your uh, dad a metal detector, but I secretly wanted one. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, can I just play with it? I know you did. As my dad opened up his Father's Day metal detector, Crash was just looking over his shoulder like, oh. Like, oh, I bet you that's really fun. That's pretty good. Uh, Peter says that he has searched frozen lakes, towering snowbanks, beaches, and backwoods. Uh, he Apparently, he went through that man-made lake in Mill Woods. He said that one was one of his most uh, memorable. What is that, just like jewelry thrown yeah. in yeah. <laughs> the lake out of haste? Yeah, uh, yeah. apparently he finds a ton of jewelry, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> We're still breaking up from yeah, the lake. That's right. <laughs> He's just waiting in the bush. <laughs> yeah, he says the Edmonton storm ponds are apparently just uh, gems for finding some real doozies. Or is that stuff that falls down the drain? Could be that too. And it goes into the storm pond. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, he says most often 
uh, if he does find some rings. Yeah. Uh, he says it's like desperate husbands and wives that were like, oh, yeah, I lost that. Oh, yeah, or, right. Oh, I uh, threw I'd be it. like, describe the diamonds. Yeah. Wrong. Right. Do the pawn shop. Uh, now, he says that if you do have something that goes missing, he is available for hire. Mm-hmm. He says rings are the one thing he finds, uh, but he isn't in it for the money. He charges a base fee of $40 to cover his travel costs, but uh, he's got the metal detectors and he's willing to search out. Only 40 bucks. Yeah, to Come go on. out there. He could step up that rate, right? Yeah, you're I finding rings. I do hundred bucks at least. What does uh, give me give me ballpark? I don't you don't want to name your dad's Father's Day present. But what does a metal detector cost? A couple hundred. Oh, I don't think this. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah maybe a couple hundred. Yeah, that's a decent one. So, yeah, because the metal man here has got a selection. Yeah, I know. I saw that he's yeah. got a few. Well, we had your uh, dad at the family cabin there, and he uh, was testing it out on the beach. He and found a bullet. Yeah, he found an old bullet. He oh. found a fishing lure and broken pliers, yeah, which may have been from me because yeah. I threw them. <laughs> and then shot at it. Right, yeah. <laughs> Stupid lure! <laughs> Can't catch a fish? Yeah. <laughs> He just found my weekend activity. Yeah, it's true. He was pretty pumped, though, to find all right? those weekend activities. That's pretty the cool. bullet. That would have been work. a crime scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, totally it could have been a crime scene. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. That was a fun afternoon. Yeah, it was a good afternoon. You find some random stuff. You put on a uh, tool belt and you fill it full of beer instead of tools. Mm-hmm. And you go yeah. out and, yeah, you go just looking go for uh, metal fire. Metal Is it literally like the movies? Like, it's just like a beep. Yeah. Beep, yeah, and then it beeps louder like, when you beep, get closer. Beep, beep, oh. Yeah, this one's more like a wow, wow, wow. Like it's a, pretty cool. Like a wand. That sounds so fun. Yeah, yeah. And then you start digging, and then you sift. Can you look anywhere? Anywhere you want. Yeah, why not? You can just walk around checking for metal. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily walk onto unsuspecting people's property, but parks or like you know wherever you yeah, want to go, any public place. Sure. You could head down to Holak and just find absolutely find what you find. Absolutely, go sift through some sand. I'm going to make my fortune. Right? Yeah, find what you find. Get Rach to get you one for Christmas. Yeah. She'd never see me. I'd marry that thing in a second. (laughs) Maybe Santa will bring it for you. All right, this is kind of cool. An Okanagan couple uh, who was on their way from Vancouver to Kelowna had a surprise on their airplane on Sunday. When they looked over and they thought to themselves, oh, my God, that guy sitting there in coach like the rest of us looks a lot like Nicolas Cage. What? Turns out it was Nicolas Cage. Flying coach? Yeah. Wow. He was wearing a large black fedora, black sunglasses, and a tan coat. (laughs) Not obvious at all. (laughs) (laughs) They say that the reason why they spotted Nicolas Cage was because he looked more like a disguised Hollywood celebrity than a... (laughs) Buddy, you don't need to wear your Hollywood disguise here in Canada. No, nobody really cares. You could have just showed up as Nick Cage and we would Notice. <laughs> he, apparently, he didn't want to be bothered, but nobody was bothering him anyways to begin with. Just put a ball cap on. Yeah. Yeah. Get a camouflage ball cap and some sunglasses. Yeah. Nobody uh, would question you. Apparently, Melissa said her and her husband, Eric, weren't able to sit together on the Air Canada flight from Vancouver to Kelowna. So they looked to approach someone to switch seats with them so they could sit together. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. So they walked up to Nick Cage and they're like, hey, buddy, move it so we can sit Is he together. trying to be Heisenberg? I'm wearing a fedora. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, please don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And so. I love how there's just the image that she got is just like a quick, like, blurry shot. Well, it turns out it was her birthday, so he did agree to take oh, a photo okay, yeah. with her, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, but. photographing Sasquatch. Like, he's like, oh, quickly. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, apparently, he is filming a movie called The Humanity Project in the South Okanagan, and that's why he was there. He was also spotted at the grocery store in Osoyas on November 28th. Uh, once again, no one really cared that he was in there. Right? They just kind of like, hey, that's Nick Cage. I think and carried on. The benefit of celebrities coming up north here. 
We're not all like crazy we'll fanfare. Them. Yeah. 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 I feel like I just wouldn't know. Because it's not something you see. Like, Brittany could walk past me in West Edmonton oh. Mall and I would have no idea. No. I literally would be like, Are, were you a dancer yeah. at, like, Eden the other night or what? Sure, right? <laughs> like, the only way that I would get involved is if I saw a mob of people get and then excited. Really stare. Yeah, like when I got on the wrong LRT train because everybody got excited that a train ca- came. Yeah. So a whole crowd of people ran on that train and I ran with the oh. crowd. And you grew up here. You should know. And I'm like, I'm going mm. the wrong way. Lemming. I know, but it was cold and everybody was really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see him in the grocery store? No, I didn't see the pictures of him in the grocery store. Oh, yeah, Is he wearing the same thing? No, this no. looks more like regular man, sort of. He's just... He's wearing a goatee, first of all. Oh, mm. he's got the goatee. Maybe this is his evil twist. See, I wouldn't know that that how, was Nick Cage. How does he have a goatee? What do you mean? Well, because in the airport shot, oh. he doesn't have a goatee. Oh, because they're two different dates. Oh, so okay, sure. his face. He's yeah. that good of an actor. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he can suck his hair back in through his skin. <laughs> Nick Cage is amazing. Snaps his finger. That's right. Okay, if you think the driving here in this city is bad with our cold weather and our snow, there's a video being shared widely on Facebook that is capturing quite the chaotic scene in Montreal yesterday morning. (laughs) Two transit buses, a police car, a snowplow, and several cars (laughs) spun out and slow-mo smashed into each other Mm. because the wintry weather was just too much. Uh, I believe a police car even got involved and went backwards. And the police car, yeah, literally went backwards and it's got its sign and lights going it's like and it's slowly sliding backwards and it slams into the bus (laughs) and you just see people on the sidewalks watching they're like well i'm skipping lunch for this oh yeah you just stand there and you watch it all started when a bus slid into four cars on a fairly it was it was a hill Mm -hmm. we've got hills in this city you know how slippery they can get Uh, and then of course like a taxi just got missed a truck hits the back of the bus, then gets sandwiched by a second bus, and then a police car shows up with his lights flashing, but spins out and goes backwards. <laughs> the sanding truck is great, though, because it's blasting out sand. Like, help! Help! <laughs> and it's still just sliding down the hill. <laughs> the video is fantastic. We'll see if we can get that up on Facebook for you guys if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Because it's pretty funny, but uh, we haven't had anything like that here yet. No, no. But that video gone viral of people making fun of Canadians not being able to navigate <laughs> in our cold weather. All right, for those of you who are expecting a bundle of joy coming up in 2017, uh, I have a new list according to baby named trend watcher Nameberry on what names will be all the rage for 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys are going to like them or are not. Are they uh, quirky names or what? Um, there's some of them are quirky. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first of all, power names yeah. apparently are coming into. Uh, popularity including four boys lord like l-o-r-d-e no not the singer like like the lord our savior oh wow savior number two Mm -hmm. messiah okay i see a theme here yeah coming in at number three uh, and Jesus, or okay, Jesus, no, no. coming in at number four. So those are some uh, boys' names. For girls, uh, there's also goddess-like names, including the actual name Goddess. Goddess. Who, I'm not sure about who that. Who would name their kid Goddess? I Does anyone know. know a goddess? Uh, Pandora for girls. Zeus for girls. Mm-hmm. Persephone. And Luna. Now, they also say that they have seen um, names such as Lucifer for boys or Lilith for girls as well. Why so, like, biblical? 
Uh, I don't. I, I guess everybody with Trump thought the end of the world. So now they they're to, naming oh. their babies uh, after God. I don't know. A lot of evil ones. Yeah. 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 Imagine growing up, though, and your name is Jesus. Uh, I get Jesus because I, I grew up with a Jesus, but that was, he was Spanish. And yeah. that was oh, okay. his, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it didn't mean like Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, animal names are on the rise as well, mostly for boys. Uh, boys' names that are coming up are Fox, Wolf, mm-hmm. Lynx, Tiger, Falcon, Hawk, and Lionel. Why is Lionel on that? <laughs> Why is that an animal? animal? mix in. Yeah. Sounds like a, like a bunch of like American gladiators. Right? Yeah, it yeah. does, right? Uh, Except Lionel. Yeah. <laughs> he sucked. <laughs> they say celebrity moms and dads are influencing this and including the popularity of Bear Grylls. His first name, of course, is Bear, so people are naming their babies after animals. Yeah, we were watching that oh, show yeah. over the weekend. I'm like, his name's not Bear, is it? If and you it's can, legitimately bear. It's bear. You yeah. can pull it off, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, he's, yeah, like, he's, he's a bushman. Yeah, he's an outdoors That's guy. what I mean, though. If you, if you get one of those names, you can pull it off. That's a strong name. Yeah. Like, do you think I could pull off Falcon? No. No. Oh. <laughs> well, that ends that conversation. <laughs> that was so quick. Yes, guys. it does indeed. All right, for those of you who love Shakira, I've got a, uh, a story for you. There's who a new. talks about Shakira? Oh, I do. There's a new Christmas ornament hey. out of Shakira, mm. uh, and it's considered to be an honor for the singer. What is it? Well, the Christmas ornament actually shows Shakira. Taking a poop. What? Oh, oh I'm on this. Uh, the ornaments of the singer pooping now are now available in Barcelona, Spain. Uh, the type of figure is called a cag. Oh, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. A caganer, and it's a tradition in Barcelona. The pooping idol originally symbolizes fertilizing the earth <laughs> and brings good luck to the coming year. Oh. And Shakira has now been immortalized as the pooping pop singer. Oh man! In a Christmas ornament. I'm gonna put a picture of this on the Snapchat, guys. You have to see this. Uh, search Crash Mars, all one word. What? Imagine if you were immortalized. Like if our uh, boss came to us, he's like, "Guys, we got new promo items coming up for yeah, Christmas." Yeah, okay. And it's a picture of you pooping. Oh my god! He's like, "It's a thing." I'm not doing that. I am not. Nowhere, nowhere would I like there to be a thing. I'd put that on the tree. The now family having an ornament of me pooping. Who wants a Mars pooping ornament, I, guys? Not Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Put your orders in now. I no. I do you know? No. If we get over a thousand orders, we'll do it. No, I'm not. <laughs> I am not doing a Mars Poops Christmas ornament. What if it was like a flattering no. sculpture? Because Shakira looks good here. Yeah, she's got great booty. Yeah, I know, but like, look at the body. A healthy, uh, a health, healthy, healthy amount stool? of healthy stool. stool. Yeah. No, I no, it's not uh, not for me. Sorry, You're such guys. Such a prude. <laughs> <laughs> Although she does have a nice little round butt, See? but I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. she's got a great butt. Yeah, I'll get that on Snapchat for you guys. You can see that. All right, off to Florida we go for this next story where a photo is started making the rounds online after a couple trying to enjoy a kiss in front of Cinderella's castle at Disney World in Orlando was photobombed by a woman. Uh, the user put it up uh, saying, my brother and his girlfriend at Disney, but look at the random lady in the back. Well, the photo has had hundreds of comments. Oh, no, is it bad? I don't know what she's cringing at. <laughs> There they are kissing, and there she is. <laughs> She's disgusted that they're kissing. <laughs> now, 
I'm not sure. Maybe she's not looking at the couple sharing a kiss. Yeah. Oh, it but looks the, like she is. The look on her face is genuine horror. And that's not a Photoshop or anything? No, it's, it's a legit photo? It's legit. Yeah, that's a legit photo. She's not a fan. She is not a fan. Uh, so that's one of the most popular photos online right now. We'll get it up on uh, the app for you if you and, want to have a look. And it's supposed to be like a nice, majestic photo. There's like a ice or light sculpture in the back. That's Cinderella's castle, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this lady's decked out in like full Christmas gear, just horrifying. Yeah, the couple's kissing, and if I could if I could sound out the look on her face, it'd be... Yeah, yeah, because yeah. her hands are even like recoiling. <laughs> like an evil Disney stepmother. Stepmom, yeah, yeah, isn't that funny? Alrighty, in sports, uh, we got a whole bunch of things going on. First of all, NHL says, hey, you know what? With what happened with Connor McDavid, expect more star players to be yanked off the ice to go through concussion protocol. Now, there was some considerable debate about the league pulling our Oilers star, Connor McDavid, from the game the other day to test him out. The league says, though, they're not changing their policy on concussions. The deputy commissioner, Bill Daly, says that pulling McDavid was exactly how the spotters are supposed to act. And they will not treat star players any different from others. If they want to check out for a concussion, uh, they certainly will. The Edmonton Oilers start out a three-game road trip against Buffalo tonight. Uh, the puck drops at 5 o'clock. It's, uh, sorry, it's great that they stopped McDavid there. Mm-hmm. Concussion save. That same game, there was a fight, though. Like, Cassian fought uh, and they uh, Gabriel. They should have. Like, they are punching each other in the head. <laughs> well, that's true. And there's no, like, yeah, let him go. <laughs> Maybe just because of the impact on of the ice. ice? They have, they have, there's got to be some stipulation, I Maybe guess. Maybe it's because they were punching helmets? Maybe, I don't know. It's just weird, one of those weird things where, like, that's like, nah, okay, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. One falls and the other two beat each other up, but, yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, yeah fight, fight, fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is going to be another cold uh, Arctic day today. A minus 18 with a small chance of flurries for the high wind chill because it is going to be windy, making it feel more like minus 30. It is 821, and we're still at minus 19. Good morning. So the holidays are uh, coming up. They're, what, in like three weeks now, I think? we're yeah, on the sixth today. So yeah, a couple weeks. In 19 days. Oh. It will be uh, Christmas morning, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Uh, so obviously, uh, if you're going to be staying in Edmonton or, or like around Edmonton, you're probably getting your house ready. Uh, you're probably getting ready for some guests as well. Yeah. Uh, I've got a list here of the... <laughs> Top ge- degenerate family members or friends that will be staying at your house this holiday season. <laughs> and the number one degenerate family member is obviously the weird uncle. Yeah. Everyone's got the the creepy weird uncle, right? I don't know. if I, I don't really have a creepy weird uncle. I'm just trying to think. I don't really... Do you know of it? When was I the last really, time you've seen them, though? I don't, yeah, I don't really know my extended family all that well. Yeah. So it would, it would be... Like I, well, I guess if one just showed up, I'd be like, "Ooh, who are yeah. you?" I remember as a kid, I was terrified of one of my uncles. Anytime they would uh, come over, I'd run and hide in our treehouse. Yeah, and I'm like, mm. and then he would, he knew he that he, he bothered me, and oh, oh come yeah. on, and so he would pick on me, and then I hear him coming up the ladder. He's like, "Hey," and it's like. And I'm like, <laughs> and, then, oh and he and he would flip the lid open to get into the treehouse, and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, whoa, okay, okay, all right, all right. Okay, so this uncle knew that he weirded you out yeah. when you were a little boy. Yeah, and you know what? He was a bearded man. Maybe. Oh, was he? Yeah. 
So maybe I was terrified as terrified of beards as a kid or yeah, something. I don't know what it was. It could be. It was be. just he terrified me. Uh, number two for the degenerate family members <laughs> that you're going to be around at Christmas is the brother-in-law everybody hates. Mm-hmm. So your sister married a guy that no one likes. Yeah. Uh, number three is the exact opposite of that is the sister-in-law that nobody oh, likes. Yeah. So your bro uh, married a woman that nobody can get along with. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is a <laughs> a creepy step grandparent. Creepy step grandparent. Grandparent. Okay. So if grandpa met like a young woman and he's bringing her over. Oh, no, no, no. It's like, hey, do you want to do your nails? Yeah. You're like, oh my God, you're with my grandpa. My husband's having his two o'clock nap. Yeah. He's 80 and you're 30. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that'd be weird. That could very well be. Mm. I want to know from you guys. Uh, maybe it was it, like you experienced it when you were growing up, like Crash was just saying. Mm-hmm. You had a weird uncle that just weirded you out. Uh, Who in your family, though, past or present, was the degenerate family member that you had to tolerate over the holidays? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about the family member that you're dreading of having to hang out with the most over the holiday season. Mm. Uh, Maybe they're coming to visit you, or maybe you all end up at the same dinner together, the same Christmas dinner. Uh, This text here, Staying Anonymous, says, My aunt. What's up at the end? She's crazy. Okay. (laughs) Organic everything, no meat, no sugar, only grains and seeds. One year I got yelled at because I snuck in candy for the young kids who were going to be at dinner. I sat in the corner half of the night having to think about what I had done. What? What? It was fuzzy peaches. To this day, I can't stand fuzzy peaches. And I think about them and how she would yell at me in front of family members if I would bring them in to the oh, Christmas dinner. what a drag. It's Christmas. You got to throw all that yeah, out the door. Yeah, you got to. Right? You can deal with it after uh, January 1st. Yep. Until then, it's snack time, guys. Uh-huh. You eat whatever you want. <laughs> uh, we've got a uh, young now family member Uh-oh. texting in as well. Who are they calling out? Uh, their dad. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Taylor. He's okay. a young, young boy. Yeah. Out in Beaumont. He says, my degenerate family member that I have to deal with this Christmas is my dad. He gets super grumpy because we go and jump on the bed to wake him up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then he's mad for the rest of the day. Yeah. Maybe this year will be different. Maybe Taylor's dad will be happy that the kids are celebrating (laughs) Christmas. Maybe. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, uh, so Taylor's dad. No, <laughs> I just saw a text come in. I don't think it was meant for this radio station, but yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. It wasn't Taylor's dad, no. All right, all right. And if it is, he is really grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got Christina hanging on sure. here. Hey, Christina. Hey, morning. How hey. are you? Good, good, good. All right, so the problem person is your brother-in-law? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Why? Oh, he's just, he is a complete and total piece of work. <laughs> What does he do? Nothing is ever his fault. Yep. It is all society's fault. Mm. Yeah, we we don't know how to take responsibility for our actions. Mm. Does he sit there and, like, school you guys? Oh, God, no, no. Um, I try to never be around him or my kids. Oh, okay. So if you know that he's coming, you just try to stay on the opposite side of the room. Pretty much, yeah. I would actually not let him in a room alone with my kids. That's how much I despise him. Oh, man. Yeah, he's on the list, number three. Mm-hmm. He's, he's totally on the list, yeah. And the worst part is, my mother-in-law is completely oblivious. He is the golden child. Oh, no, and that probably just irritates the snot out of you, right? Oh Well, you know what? He has. He works under the table. 
He has no real job. He's user and abuser in more than one way. Oh, no. And it's like he can do no wrong. And my poor husband, he's got a family. He's got kids. He's got a real job. Mm. And couldn't even register on her radar. Oh, that's got to be so irritating. Oh, my God. It's unbelievably irritating. You just just want to avoid any family event. Pretty much. Pretty much. It's like, oh, he's there. Yeah. Well, good luck over the holidays. Yeah, good luck. Well, you know what? It's okay because he's in Calgary this year. Oh, yay! (laughs) Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about that person that you're really not looking forward to having to uh, be around over the holiday season. Whether it's a person from your past or whether it's a person that's going to be with you in about 19 days. Maybe it's a new addition to the family. Maybe, Yeah, maybe it's new. Married in or whatever. Uh, This text here says, my obnoxious uncle. He's always instigating political debates over Christmas dinner. Heck, he's even done it while us kids were sitting around the Christmas tree opening presents. Then he gets super offended when the rest of us won't engage in a political conversation with him. To the point where he told me and my cousin that we were stupid last Christmas because it was clear that we couldn't keep up with his ideas. (laughs) Oh my God, with the whole Trump thing this year then, I... No politics at Christmas. No. You cannot discuss that. You play board games? Yeah. Talk about fun TV. Yeah, it's funny because like it's Sports? not even like it's not even a you know a Canadian election. No, but we had a big family meeting and we said absolutely no politics. Politics are banned because some people are divided. You know what? We need a air horn. Well, you know what I did We're gonna is bring a, like the canned air horn, and then yeah. if someone starts talking, they're like, "So Trump, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> Shut it down. Yeah. yeah. I actually went, to, I was at Walmart yesterday and I walked by a bin of board games oh, and yes. they had Trivial Pursuit 2000. Mm-hmm. So it was all about questions all about the 2000s. Yeah. And I thought, ah, this is what we'll do after dinner. Anytime someone starts talking politics, boom, bust the game. Yeah. That's it. Answer some questions. Yeah. Start changing the subject, right? Mm-hmm. You have to. Who sings I Kissed a Girl? It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wendy, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. All right, so you have to deal with, what, a creepy uncle? I do. So growing up, we had an uncle yeah. who was not only creepy, but weird and mean all of the time. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, that's so, not good. Every Christmas, my family, we would go up to the mountains, and we would stay and have a big family thing. Yeah. And my uncle, he was known for, like, cutting people's hair. From okay. like, so the girls, he would like take and rub your hair, which was weird enough. Oh, weird. Um, and then at night, he would walk around in his holy underwear <laughs> when all the kids were sleeping downstairs. Oh, and then no. Go to the kitchen and dip black olives and mayonnaise and eat it out of the jar. What? Okay. Uncle, what are you doing? He's just weird. But the worst thing is my aunt played a pass away from cancer. Yeah. And I lived exactly like her. And so he would always, like, up his petting and be like, he was so much like her. No, no. Yeah. And it, it just got really creepy to the point where I, like, had to talk to the rest of my family. Yeah, you're like, I want to stay away from creepy uncle. In the same place. Ah. Uh. was super creepy about it. I would hope yeah. that nothing would happen and he's just a creepy he just comes across as creepy but that's weird yeah, yeah no he's just he's just a weird yeah man. is he still mm. just yeah. as creepy uh he's dead so. oh oh my god jeez <laughs> but it, it, I mean 
<laughs> well, yeah, he yeah. was creepy while he lasted. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. Go. Thanks so much, Wendy. You're welcome. Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Alrighty, we're talking about um, the people that you're not looking forward to hanging around this holiday season. Yeah. Uh, whether it's a degenerate family member or whether it's someone that you just don't get along with. Uh, for the most part. The person that maybe you shouldn't have married. Yep. The they per- don't yeah. jive with the family. They don't jive, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Uh, this text here, uh, 56789, staying anonymous, says, Hey guys, this Christmas I'm lucky enough to get to hang around my uncle's wife, therefore my aunt. She has to be followed and watched all night because she's a klepto. <laughs> yes. Before she comes over for Christmas dinner, valuables need to be locked away. Doors to the bedroom need to be locked. She'll take anything that she likes and she can get her hands on. Mm. Goes right in her big bag. Oh, before the end of the week, we got to do a discussion on that. Because it, it is the season to have family over. Family members that are kleptos. My brother would steal stuff from the neighbor's house. Would he? Right? Yeah. But aren't oh. they just going to see it at his house? Well, he was like stealing jewelry. Then what? My, then my mom made him bring it back and yeah. he like, really apologized because oh. he wanted to give it to the girls, right? No. So he would go into their bathroom and like rifle through the stuff, take, and he would take he, a nice necklace and then give it to a girl at school. Oh, that's smooth. <laughs> that's smooth. <laughs> I learned from the best. Yeah, it is smooth, I guess. Yeah, that's right. All Mars jewelry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's all gone. <laughs> It's all some old Manitoba neighbor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which means it's worth nothing. <laughs> True that. Yeah. Uh, Kendra, how are you doing today? Good. Excellent. All right, so are you going to have a run-in with some peeps over the holidays or what? <clears throat> well, usually every year my um, my dad's side of the family has a big family dinner. Yeah. And we kind of volunteer somebody or ask who wants to volunteer to dress up in a Santa suit and hand out uh, all the little ones present. Absolutely, yeah. And every year, it's always got to be my drunk uncle. Oh, no. Why do all the drunk uncles want to be Santa? Because it's fun. They're drunk. <laughs> right? Yeah. They're jolly. <laughs> yeah. Well, they need that extra cash, though. <laughs> they they charge your family? No. Like, we, we offer to give them tips at the end. They just come walking around, and we throw our spare change in his hat. And <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. That's great. That is really great. I love yeah. that's where the drunk uncle, uh, he's uh, doomed. Oh, yeah, yeah. He stumbles around the yeah. room with his like, Santa hat. Get that suit on, bud. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That is great. Oh, Okay, thanks for sharing that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. thanks. Bye. Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, Edmonton police have announced that they're searching for a suspected thief. Uh, who basically fled a West Edmonton Mall jewelry store. What did this dude do? Well, the guy walked into West Edmonton Mall, walked to a jewelry store. You know you can kind of walk up to the counter there. Uh, This was back at the end of November. He was looking at some gold chains. After inspecting a few smaller chains, he asked to try on a much larger one. The value of that gold chain? Mm -hmm. $28,500. Damn. They let him try it on. Really? Once he had the twenty eight thousand five hundred dollar gold chain around his neck, yeah, 
He took off. Of course he did. He fled on foot. There are surveillance photos that have been released that show the man running in a parking garage wearing what appears to be a heavy gold chain around his neck. You can see his full face. Mm-hmm. And the really obnoxious... <laughs> sparkly gold. Yes. It's <laughs> it's actually bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, you, <laughs> okay. you see it there? Uh, of course, police want you to look at his picture. And if you do know who that is, they want to talk to you. Or you can always uh, give your information anonymously by contacting contacting uh, Crime Stoppers. But yeah, they put it on his neck, uh, $28,500, and then he he ran. So I could just go into a jewelry store and say, I want to try that on? And they would let me? I could walk in like Tiffany's and be like, I like that golden I'm necklace. Say Can I try it? At uh, Tiffany's, there's no way. Although there's like security it. at Tiffany's. Yeah. They'll take me down. Yeah. I one time... Uh, years ago, I haven't done this in a while, but I went and tried on really expensive engagement rings. <laughs> of course you did. I just wanted to <laughs> well, see. Well, I just stole a, a dress from uh, David's bridal. Yeah, you know, like, because it's not, you can't ask, like, I look at, like, uh, like there's some nice engagement rings floating around this radio station. You yeah, know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, there's big, big giant and ones. And it's kind of uncouth to ask another woman if you can see what that looks like on your hand. I would imagine so, that's basically like a, a cowboy, you know? Never asked to wear another right. cowboy's hat. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. I uh, I did try. They wouldn't put the really expensive ones on me. They wouldn't? No. Remember well, this guy gets a $28,000 gold chain? Yeah, go figure. Because I was looking at rings that were like 33000 They were like, no. They're like, you can look at it through the glass. Yeah. They're like, we can. Oh, they said they can hold it and we can look at it together. And I'm like, well, <laughs> So no, I want to see it on the damn finger. Yeah, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't put it on. So really? I don't know. I don't know how this guy got a twenty eight thousand five hundred dollar gold chain around his neck. I have wow. no idea. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, his picture is out there everywhere. I want to know from you guys: Has anybody ever blatantly stolen something right beside you? Hmm. Because this guy put the chain on. You know, there was other people buying gifts, yeah. or or even if you were working, did someone like look you in the face and? Grab a shirt and run? I've seen people steal at a grocery store numerous times. I've never said anything. Like, like slip, right beside you? Like right, beside right in me. front of you? Right beside me. I just, uh, I'm like, well, they, they don't have a basket. Maybe they're just uh, using their pockets as a basket. And they stuff like cans or whatever in their pocket and just carry on. Huh. I didn't say anything. I probably should have. Although they didn't care. Like, yeah, they didn't care that can. you. It's like dollar can. Am I going to make a sink out of that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this text here says that looks just like my cousin, but oh, no. uh, it can't be because he's already in jail. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you got a day pass. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and, and apparently you can try anything on at Tiffany's. Oh. oh if, they, if they've got security, maybe, because you, you're, you're not going anywhere. They changed right? the rules since the 60s. Yeah. All right. I want to know from you guys. Have you ever witnessed anybody uh, stealing right in front of you? Maybe you were working. Maybe you were also a shopper. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've worked at a jewelry store and someone has tried on a piece of jewelry and uh, just took off. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. So the Edmonton police are looking for this dude who walked into West Edmonton Mall at the end of November, went into a jewelry store, tried on a $28,500 necklace, and then ran out. There is surveillance photos of him running. They're looking for the public's health, help in finding this guy. I don't blame him for letting him try it on. He looks like a stand-up guy. Oh, yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> Never. <laughs> nope. Not at all. Not even a $500. Right? Uh, someone said some jewelry stores for the really expensive rings yep. give you fake ones. 
Oh, I believe that. Like a cubic zirconia. Yeah. Like the sure. ring itself will be real, but yeah. all the diamonds are just fake. Yeah, I get that. Absolutely. I and you're like, that. ooh. And then they'll give you the real one mm. if you buy it. Well, we're wondering, when did you witness someone uh, like just blatantly steal stuff right in front of you? Mm. This text here says, uh, yeah, I have guys. Lewis Estate Sobeys. Very sharp-dressed dude in his 30-ish. He, he had a cart with chicken wings, yeah. frozen burgers, and that kind of stuff on the bottom of the cart. He unloaded the top stuff of the cart to pay for it, but not the meat on the bottom. Oh, he left the stuff on the bottom. Took me a minute to realize, so when I was walking out, I saw him loading up his car. Mm-hmm. I casually said, you forgot to pay for the rest of the stuff in your cart. He gave me the finger. <laughs> <laughs> As a cashier, she failed. She didn't she, see it. She failed because... Cashier 101, check the bob. Yeah, she didn't see Bottom of buggy. There you go. Mm, that's right. Uh, and meat, too. That would add up, mm-hmm. right? Give <laughs> the finger. I got cash hanging on him for. How you doing, Cash? I'm good. How are you guys this morning? Good. Doing good. great, thank you. Okay, what did you see being stolen? So I work in uh, the loss prevention industry, and oh, probably yeah. the most yeah the most interesting one I've seen recently yeah. is the guys stealing fancy man panties. It's, it's, oh, stealing <laughs> what? Come again? Fancy man panties. What's they're after those sacks underwear. Oh, oh the fancy undies. Yes. Those, they're not cheap. No, they're like 36 40 bucks a pair. So I know. This guy goes into a change room and he takes a couple pairs in, but by God, they didn't come out. Mm. So he put a couple layers of fancy panties on. Yeah, and we had to go up to him and be like, yeah, you know those underwear you're wearing? You need to pay for those. And oh. he just... Stripped down and literally gave them back. He had like five <laughs> pairs of underwear on over top of his other underwear. Oh no! Awful. Oh, did you charge him or you just took the undies back? No, at that point I was so disgusted. I'm like, just get out, never come back. <laughs> <laughs> you sir are disgusting <laughs> human being. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. Uh, we're talking about the times you witnessed somebody blatantly steal. Mm-hmm. Like maybe looked you in the face while they did it. It's weird too when you see someone stealing and they do make eye contact and it's just like, don't you dare say a thing. Yeah, right. That's what it's, uh, that's what they're staring at you for. Right. Uh, this one here says, "Hey guys, I worked at Hollister at West Edmonton Mall. Uh, these kids had a backpack and right in front of me they filled it up with clothes so quickly. I called the manager. They stopped them at the entrance. Then the kids pushed my manager really hard till they fell over, <laughs> and then they booked it out of the mall." <laughs> your kids yeah they never caught him that's david he's listening from thunder bay ontario this morning wow huh uh jenna how you doing today good are you yeah doing pretty good all right so you saw a big shakedown go down at yisk yeah yeah what what did you see well i was with my husband it was last year before christmas and we were going in just to do some shopping or whatever and i saw there was like this couple and they had two shopping carts and they had a bunch of those big mattress toppers like those expensive like foam oh yeah yeah and they're um, all rolled up in the box yeah yeah and so they had like four of them like in each cart and it was like i just noticed it because i thought like wow that's a lot of mattress toppers for, <laughs> you know, like they're really generous at christmas yeah um, so I was like, I noticed it because they were like heaping over the cart. And then we went to go and pay and I realized that I forgot my wallet. So I had to go to my car. Yeah. And there was this truck parked like right in front of the door, like blocking the entrance almost. So I had to go around it to um, get to my car. Yeah. So I get to my car and grab my wallet and then I'm going back in. And these people, each of them with their shopping cart are like running out the door as I went in. 
because they couldn't open the door from the inside coming out. So when I went in, the doors opened and they went flying out with these carts. Oh my God. And just threw them in the back of this truck and then took off. Like as I was walking in, I was like, like in shock. I kept turning around and I'm like, did that just happen? And I went in and I'm finding my husband and I'm like, those people just took off with a whole bunch of crap in their car. What an odd thing to steal. Yeah, and they, well, just all these mattresses flying by you as you're opening the door. You're like, what the? Oh, they're yeah. really excited to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, and then they just like threw the whole shopping cart. They like lifted up the whole shopping cart, threw it right in the back of their truck. They took the cart too. Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, because this guy walked out with a $28,500 gold chain on from Westerman Mall at the end of November. After he was trying it on. Uh, we want to know what have you seen. You've witnessed somebody blatantly steal it. Maybe they looked you right in the eye as they did it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here from Billy Joe. She says, good morning guys. Working at Walmart. I saw a guy walk out with a flat screen TV and an entertainment system on a gray cart that the staff uses. Oh, wow. So apparently Walmart staff have their own carts. Yeah, it's the blue flat decks. I followed him outside. He had his truck running right by the door. When he saw me and the door greeter coming, he threw it in the box, jumped in the truck, and sped off. In haste, he didn't close his tailgate. Did it go flying? The TV came crashing to the ground. Oh. But you idiot. They have your plate number now. Now they got your plate number. Oh, man. Yeah. Unless it's a stolen vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shauna, how you doing today? Pretty good. You guys? Yeah, doing pretty good. Good. All right. So you witnessed someone jack something. Uh, yeah, actually, a whole buggy full of stuff at Canadian Tire. Oh, you're like kidding! Sitting, tools, toys. Oh wow! Full buggy. As I was coming in, when the old Canadian Tire was open on Calgary Trail, yeah, and they had like the swing gates to get into the store. Yeah. When I was coming in, they held the the little bar and mm. then went out, and I'm thinking, oh. I didn't think anything of it at first. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> and it was a full shopping cart. It was like heaping full. It had like a chainsaw or some kind of big <laughs> oh, no. toys. Like the buggy was heaped over. Wow. And it was a man and a lady. Yeah. And after I clued into what was happening, I told the one of the people that worked there that was right there. Mm. And... Uh, they went running out after them, and I'm like, "Wait a second! I gotta watch this go down." <laughs> like that's crazy. I don't know what you do with somebody running with a buggy full of stuff, right? But uh, and then I was scared because then they probably knew it was me, right? <laughs> you start panicking. <laughs> I was a little worried. I didn't um, end up seeing what happened. <laughs> no, no, no. Huh? Yeah. Is there any way that it could have been prepaid? Like, or there was no bags. Oh, all they, just like items. When they wanted things. to avoid the scanners, right? Oh, I, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah right. I don't think that scanner is going in. Right. Going out the indoor. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> so you just wedge it through. You're like, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> don't mind if I do. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Another Walmart story coming in on the time that you blatantly witnessed somebody steal uh, from a store. This is what text here says. I was at Walmart shopping. There was a guy that almost ran into me twice. He was in such a rush. Actually grabbed me by the shoulders. The first time, I thought he just wasn't paying attention. The second time, I noticed that he had a child seat in his cart filled with blocks of cheese. (laughs) A little blanket over it. That's exactly what he did. I thought it was a little strange, but then I saw him pull the blanket over the top and he beelined it for the door. Well, if you think about it, the uh, greeter or security at the door is not going to pull back the blanket. On a baby seat? No way. They're not going to touch that. They're going to ask you to check your bags or whatever, but they're not lifting the blanket on your baby. No. 
Oh, and if you get like a mechanical baby, that's like, be like, my baby's really fussy. We need to go. Oh, you don't even need that. Just run a sound on your phone. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And then just fill that with blocks of cheese and steaks. Look at you. Well, I'm not saying do that. Great. Now we're going to go get a baby carrier today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nancy, how are you doing today? Really good, thanks. Excellent. All right. So uh, what do you see someone stealing? I'm a merchandiser, and I was just last week working in a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Working with the manager, I was counting inventory, and the cashier says, hey, that guy's putting chocolate bars down his pants. So the manager goes over, and she's like, you're going to pay for that? And he was laughing, and then he, like, sort of walked by her and went to the cooler and grabbed a two-liter of pop, and then he was he grabbed a thing of cookies, and she said to me after that she knocked that out of his hand because he didn't have enough hands to carry that. Yeah. And he just blatantly walked out of the store. I thought, that happens? I thought people would try and hide these things. I didn't think people were so blatant. About oh my it. god! Why was he so blatant? At least Just try to he, disguise it in some aspect. At, not at all. And I really didn't even think I was in that bad an area of town. And the cashier said that was probably the third or fourth time he'd done it. Just blatantly walked in, took what he wanted, and left. And just leaves. Really? Yeah. Well, because I mean, the manager. I mean, she's a lady. She's not going to, you know, jump on him and tackle him. Or yeah, of course. Yeah, you know what? Actually, that reminds me. Uh, a couple weeks back, I was at a liquor store, and the same thing. The cashier was telling me because everyone's on their phone. I'm like, "What's going on here?" They're like, "Some guy just came in, grabbed a handful of booze, and walked out." I'm like, well, nobody stopped him. They're like, "No." <laughs> I, I guess you can be so bold, right? Yeah. Like, it, it just floored me. I just said, "I've never seen anything like that in my entire life." Oh, wow. That's crazy. It's ballsy. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Scary. And, you know, to go to the same store more than once. Too, <laughs> right? Yeah, just keep I going back. Be, like, Walmart has a security guard standing there, but I don't think he'd tackle anyone either. No. Huh? No, that security guard's going to tackle you with a nice hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, thanks, Nancy. Okay, bye. Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.